Boom. We did it. What's up, everyone? We got Travis with us. What up, world? Yay, yay. My name's Holden Stefan Roy. This is Bridge the Gap. Travis is actually back. He is the first person to come back three times now. The third time he has returned. Hey. That's right. And to keep it, also, like, he did one in 2020. He did one in 2021. And he's now done one in 2022. So not many people will be able to make a claim like that in the future is all I'm trying to say. Shout out, Travis Bryant. This guy is a busy man who does a lot of things. And when I say a lot of things... He's not just a music person. Albeit he's a fantastic guy. Two decades or so in the game. Runs it from Cali to everything. Worldwide connections. All kinds of stuff. He's now a merch mogul. And when I say his merch is dope. I mean I copped his NDG no damn good bag. Because like regardless of his brand. Like how could you not be an NDG and want to cop one of those. Um, I'm saying though. <laughs> like it's like how could you not. Like that's smart branding. Yo he's got like. The NFT world he's tapping into now. He's trying to branch out into the influencer game like a proper, I guess, artist does in the 2022 world. He takes on teenagers on Twitter, debating pop stars day in, day out. Like you, This guy is the one of the most interesting people to get ranting and rambling about the random shit he gets up to in his life. And we say that having many hours of hanging out with Travis over the times at this point. And uh, he's a vibe. And it's real great to have you back up on the show. We appreciate you. So how have you been, Travis? Yo, for real, like this week, you know, um, world's upside down. Quebec's upside down, you know. And uh, I just, I got I got sick. Wasn't sure if it was really COVID. I mean, I know enough people um, around me in the last little bit say that they've got it. I know family members have got it and this and that. I started feeling hella sick like last Sunday or whatever. So I was out of commission for like two days, but I got better real fast. So, you know, I don't think it was COVID. So, but yeah, I'm starting, I'm starting to get back, you know, my vitamins back in the system and, uh, yeah, starting to come back to life basically. That's dope, man. I mean, I, I'm glad you're okay. A lot of people be getting sick, though. Is actually, like, the number of people I know that are confirmed cases went up significantly this time around in Montreal. So as much as yeah. there's all this stuff happening, it's like, yo, this time I know a lot of people. Like, my cousin got it. It was knocked okay. him out for a couple of days. He bounced back. Um, yo, all I know is I felt like you, but it's weird because now anytime I'm feeling, like, tired, I'm like, Shit, do I got the COVID? Yo, is it COVID? Like, do I have you know this shit? Is this like, and then yo. I'm like, yo, is this what the government did, man? I'm paranoid. Like, I'm just sitting there like, I don't know, man. Stay home <laughs> all the time. Don't go nowhere. I'm not even, that's what I, yo, the minute, like, this shit hit, whatever it was, hit me real hard. Like, yo, my pops got it. Like, he tested positive last week. And uh, he just told me, yo, like, I have a fever. And 20 minutes later, bro, I was just like, okay. <laughs> fucking Lisa Simpson fucking cutting out her fucking hair. So, yo, I was on IG and, yeah, you can see the post. I was, like, dying. I was, like, yo, say a fucking crib. Like, shit ain't no joke. Nah. But, um, yeah, definitely know a lot more people that got, like, I mean, like, my grandfather passed from that, um, last year, like, suddenly, out of nowhere, in, like, a week just disintegrated but i mean i like he was also very old you know 
So if it did hit him, it just totally, completely, you know, ate at him. But I'm, I know a lot of young, a lot of young people getting this now. It's different. Yeah, from you what know? I understand, like this, so, this next one is mad infectious, but less lethal. But less lethal still means it's still a little bit lethal. And I think people forget that part. I mean, I'm not here to like advocate whatever. It's just like young people it. be wildly partying according to the gram. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. They do, you know, look, people lived restraint for so. It says, yo, it's coming up on like three years now, you know? So it's like. About two. People are really sick of it. People are really sick. Like, dude blew himself up with his fucking kids the other day. The suicide rates are like through the roof. I know myself, like, in the last three weeks, mentally, I, I fucking checked out. You know what I mean? Like, it's really, it's hard to be completely isolated. Yeah. And it really, it's, it's messing with people. So, yo, obviously, you know, that's what being a teenager is. And that's what being a young person is, you know, like you young, wild and free do dumb shit. Cause that's when you go do dumb shit is when you fucking young. You know what I mean? Like if you fucking 45 and 50 doing the dumb shit. Let's be clear. Like, even when people judge that influencer plane, if I was in that situation at 20 years old, you'd be laughing at me on the right. internet. Like, big facts. Like, I'm not going to act I'd like be, I'm better I would have been on that fucking thing. <laughs> I would have been on that thing for sure, bro. Like, you know. And I mean, they got stuck. I heard they got stuck fucking in Mexico. Like, no one wanted to bring them back. I mean, they all sort of, like, trickled back, I think. Uh, I don't remember which airline did it. But basically, the one that flew them down was like, fuck all y'all. We're yeah, not no. flying you back. Which... A little bit fair enough. You fuck up on an airline. Yeah, well, I mean, cause they got real bad publicity off that. But then I heard, like, look, Air Canada didn't want to bring them back. Air Transat didn't want to bring them back. No, one of them just like, did. They just started off flying back one by one by one. Like, yo, what are you going to do? Like, no, you live in Mexico now, bitch. Like, nah, because Mexico going to be know? like, yo, Canada, get these motherfuckers out of here. Mexico are like, yo, I don't want no gringos over here, motherfucker. Yo, for real, though. But, um, yeah, no, so it's like it's... You know, people people are partying, and it's, it's it's natural to want to do that. But you know, I was talking to my man's Loke to smoke in uh, in the Bay Area and shit, and he he got the original, the first COVID, like before they even announced that it was COVID. Like he was sick right, right, right. before that was a thing, and then like when February or whatever hit, he um he's like, oh, that's what the fuck this is. So he got that one, and he got this one too, this Omni shit, and he um. He told me, like, yo, the difference between them is, was like, yo, that first one kicked my fucking ass. Mm. And this one spread hella fast, but it's not as it's not as hard on my body. Right. So that's that's I mean, from somebody who got both of them, that's that's the take that uh you know he gave me. So watch out there. I just think it's wild because like we went from my company sending emails like, yo. It's time, folks. Two days a week, you're coming back to the office to the government's putting on a curfew like two weeks later. And I'm like, no, that's right. And I'm like, I get that this is the times. I'm not mad at nobody for that. I'm not trying to put nobody on blast. But this time around, it's actually (laughs) like, I don't know how happy I am with the situation. Like before I was like, cool, I was riding it. And now I'm like, yo. It's weird, cause not, cause I live with my girlfriend. My bubble is my. That's it. That's the whole place. I'm not technically allowed to see other people. At least if it's weird, like if you live alone, you can go to somebody. But that's weird, cause then you're alone the rest of the time. 
I think you're allowed one yeah. person in your bubble. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. That's, yo, because he had said, like, it was, like, what? You were supposed to have, like, six, six to ten people or some shit, and they shut that down real quick. But apparently, it was, like, on Monday or some shit, is they're going to, they're taking the curfew off, yeah. from what I heard. So, yo, okay. That's it. You know, I heard the kids got an extra day off school or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's 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 where we're living, bro. Like I said it way back. Like it's not we're not going back to that other way of life. There's only gonna be like more restrictions and more bullshit that we gotta deal with. So and I mean I'm not gonna sit here and like give you like this is for sure gonna be happening. You're gonna end up in a concentration camp. Da 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 X X X X X like but you know, look, the way life is going. It's like, yeah, there's going to be a whole lot more restricting and a whole lot more cutting basic shit that we were used to. And like people are not, people have a hard time adapting. People don't like change, especially drastic change and so much of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's a little bit like if you look at like, thing, like going outside, <laughs> or even going outside have- past 10 o'clock. But even if you look at like a job market and things, like it's just changed so much. For like, if you don't have the right skill set, good fucking luck. It's kind of the the situation right now. And if you Basically. if you gambled wrong seven years ago, oh well, you did the wrong thing. You're not qualified, and it's it's a weird That's time. Cool. But like, how do you feel like? Yeah all of this shit has affected your musical output. Cause one of the things about you that's been like mad there is you've been writing like crazy. You've been producing a lot of music. And in these times, do you find like it's, it's affected you in some way? Um, yeah, it has basically. Cause like, okay. At first I was so productive. Like I, I recorded like six projects in like a short few months, you know? And, uh, then after that, like, second phase or whatever, I released fucking uh, Arsenal of Music, you know, like, between, what was it, 420 and um, August, end of August, last week of August, I released an album, an EP, and, like, nine, nine or ten singles, I think. So, like, I got to release a lot of the music that... Um, you know, that was recorded and written and shit like that, which was good. And now I'm starting to see it finally start to move and, like, the numbers are starting to come in, you know what I mean? Um, but recently, it has been... I mean, I don't know if it's so much because of this, but because of life in general and, like, shit that I had to get used to and other shit that I got going on, is like, I started recording what was going to be obviously bipolar in like in, in September. And I recorded a bunch of records and it's like, I'm just not finding the same inspiration and like creativity as far as, as far as like writing goes that I was, let's say six months earlier. Um, it's just, it's, it's, I feel like I've been stuck in this, like, fucking bubble so long that um the subject gets stale you know what i mean like you gotta live a little to fucking talk like to have anything to do or say you gotta fucking live right right and my music is like 
really is personal a lot. And so it reflects, it reflects me. So whatever's going on with me is going to reflect in the music. So yeah, it's been like, I don't like stale shit, you know? And like, so it's been, yeah, it's been, it's definitely been harder to like, to make music, to write music recently, like in the last couple months, for sure. Um, even the project that I'm like one of, because I have a whole bunch of projects lined up like usual, you know what I mean? But this one, particularly, obviously bipolar, like the vision for it is, uh, you know, it says it all in the title. Really. And I felt like even the body of work that I was recording doesn't reflect that. And it's kind of it's kind of crazy just because you think that with all the shit that I'm dealing with, it would have came out like that, but it just didn't. It came out like I'm listening to the songs. I'm like, yo, you know, a lot of these songs are really dope. It's just not that project, right? Yeah. Sometimes that happens yeah. when your headspace shifts, and then all of a sudden you're or in a different place, or maybe shit got For too sure. real sometimes with the music, and then you go and like I don't know. As much as like I find music's like mad personal. Like, sometimes that personal isn't necessarily history. Sometimes it's also fantasy. Sometimes it's also where you want to be. Sometimes it's a lot of different things like that. So I can see how as life goes on, it's like, you especially six months, four or five months, like, that's a big amount of time to have an emotional shift. Oh, yeah, it it definitely is. Like, people don't look at it like it's actually as big as it really is. But a lot of shit happens in six months. Like, a lot of shit happens. Bro, whole lives happen in fucking split seconds you feel me lives change in seconds so yeah six months for sure so that's why like basically what i did was i think yo fried chicken sushi was the first song that i recorded for that but like these are parts of records that i like you know that i've been writing for a minute right um but i recorded that first and like yo we mixed it and mastered it like fast so i was able to release it before the new year um, but now I feel like that's not, you know, like that's not going to be like project type thing. That's like a bank single, you know what I mean? Keep it like that. Drop it as a single. Got a video coming for it. Animated video. Um, and yeah, then I'm just going to move forward, uh, after that. Like you got fucking, for those who, uh, who know anything about battle rap and like shit like that, um, I got Freddie Gruesome mm-hmm. um, animating the video. That's fire. Yeah, because he's a he's a cartoonist. That's what he does. He does serious cartoon shit. Oh, um, okay. Because like I, I just made the connection because I seen his fucking uh, Insta, and then it, it never like connected like that. This is the same dude that be that guy. Okay. Oh yeah, that's that dude. And you know, and and this crazy thing is, is like, yo, we got a lot of the same interests. Like, he's obsessed with Nicki Minaj, Barty Gang. You know what I mean? Um, he likes he likes these little pop star shorties. He watches a lot of fucking South Park, as do I. You know, but fucking Ninja Turtles and shit like that. Like, we got a lot of those same same interests. So like, he got he got it right away when I was telling him this 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 this. Like, he understood it, and I was like, yo, there was nobody else. I was looking for somebody to do the video, and I was like, who the fuck? And then, like, somebody suggested him, and I was like, yeah, nailed it right there. That's it. So I hit him up, and, like, yeah, I should be getting that um, soon enough. Dude's, like, super busy, and he's like, I don't want to, you know, give away his 
his shine, like on what he's about to do with this. But that project, Fried Chicken Sushi, is actually going to be part of something that he's taking to, uh, you know, for his portfolio with a big, big company. Yeah, and when I mean wild. big company, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like big to the point where it's probably got to be top three biggest companies of all time. Okay. Like branding to the fullest American fucking corporation big time. I mean, there's a couple of viable <laughs> options I won't suggest, but to me, like if you're smart. Oh, no, you're better. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, trust me when I, when I tell you that there's not many on that caliber of big. Not especially like that talking, would be interested in his portfolio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, who is it going to be? McDonald's? You know, it's like, like McDonald's is that big, but nah. And then the other one's like Coca-Cola yeah, comes to mind. You're like, it's not Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's not Walmart. You know what I mean? So it's like, hmm, what is this? What is, is it Apple? Like, nah, it's Although, not them. To but be fair, Apple is a contender for that list in terms of oh, actually yeah. being interesting. I didn't think of them right away, but nah, I was thinking of the mouse. <clears throat> oh, it is. Well, it had to be the I mouse. Mean, I just gave it away. Yeah, it's the mouse. It's definitely the mouse. Because like, who else would I it mean, be? I just gave it away. Fuck it, whatever. But like, yeah, it's 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 hella cool that like that's one of the first things he told me. He was like, "Yo, he's he's got an opportunity to do some shit, and he's bringing the portfolio there, and it's like that's one of two projects that he's going to show them." That's wild. As project insertion. Yeah, so to me, I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers over there you know, don't be vibing to fucking Travis Brown. They're, they're, like, they're clearly so open-minded as far as content goes once you get on that Disney Plus. Because, yo, I just watched all about a bunch of people popping fucking uh, Oxycontins and shit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know what I mean? Like, look, they had to... You gotta, look, you gotta think of it like Disney, bro, when you watch these old-ass Disney movies, that shit would never plot today. Like fucking Snow White, bro. That is a gangbang movie if I ever saw one. Okay, so shit like that, and like there's a lot of racist shit and a lot of you know stuff that that like you wouldn't be able to pull off these days. So Disney had Disney changed a lot. You know what I mean, and they you know they bought a whole bunch of companies. They own this. They own that. They own the other. So That's it's funny because like, like they have a stamp of approval. Like you, you have to be a certain level of clean. But that certain level of clean has definitely gotten a little dirtier in the last couple of years oh, yeah. since they had to compete with For Netflix. Sure. No, they have no choice. So Disney Plus opened up a whole new lane. You know what I mean? No, it's not even and that, then they though. Bought fucking... I like Disney Plus. I fuck with them all. Like, I fuck with all these platforms. Like, at the same... Like, you really can't have, like... I don't need any of them, but, like... If you're gonna have them, like, they're all dirt cheap and pretty much all available for free if you, like... If you put in your effort. But you know what also, I mean? even if they're not, right? Like, people be acting like you have to spend $80 a month to have, like, eight platforms. Nah, B. You could just pay, like, one month. It's Crave month. I bang out, binge all my Crave shit. It, cancel the Crave. Next month is Netflix month. Bang it all out. But you get it. But you get, like, fucking free trial. You get free mo- Like, they give away. Like, yo, yo right now I have... St- six months of free fucking Disney Plus right now. And, like, high key... Through Amazon. You can, like get virtual credit cards now it's not even like a, a thing you can just get those where they can generate new cards and then you can get new trials yeah. that's it it's it's like it's super simple but like all i had to do was yo 
They're like, yeah, Amazon Music. Yo, the only thing I use Amazon for is fucking, you know, Prime shit. I don't even, like, I don't even really use my Amazon Prime, like, video account. I have it, but I don't really use it anymore because yeah, yeah. I watch whatever I have to fucking watch on there. Yeah, I watch, I watch um, Prime shit. Prime has some good shit. Yeah, Prime does have a good shit, but, like, I spent, like, the first fucking four months of COVID glued to Prime. Glued to it. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I watched a lot of their shit, you know? And, like, a lot of the things that I thought were really dope. But, um, yeah, they, like, Amazon Music, okay. Listen to, yo, stream one song for six months of free Disney+. Plus. Um, Okay. <laughs> fucking yo so i streamed my fucking never look back and six months of disney plus to listen to my own damn song hold up say that again run that again i got six, i got six months of free disney plus from amazon music for streaming one song they're like stream one song on amazon music and we will give you six months of disney plus <sighs> So I streamed my song and got six months of free Disney Plus. Bro, these is hacks. That's yo, that's a TikTok video hack. For sure, bro. For sure, bro. I like all these platforms, bro. Like I have them all. And there's all like, yo, I found a way. Yo, you want another hack? Peep game. Amazon Prime, you don't have to pay Amazon Prime membership. After every month when they when they go to take their payment, all you have to do is cancel your subscription, log out of the account, log back in. Subscribe to Amazon Prime, and it's lifetime for free. Lifetime for free. I mean, log back in. Like they might you catch you, but you're not going to get in trouble. No, they're not going to catch me. <laughs> and even if they did, like, what are they going to say? What am I going to say? Okay, well, I just don't want your bullshit fucking subscription. Nah, what, you, what you say is, you guys should give me a hundred dollar <laughs> bounty. Facts. You guys should give me a hundred dollar bounty for pointing out a flaw in your system. <laughs> Yo, it is a flaw though. Like, dude, like how? And they, I've done this the last six times. Like, I was gonna, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna log in through another email or whatever. I'm like, I completely, I wasn't even in my head. So I was like, I was thinking about something else. So I forgot completely that I was having to log into another email. So I just, you know, logged back in. It's like, welcome back to Amazon Prime. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's wild. I'm into tech support glitches. Other people might not be, but you should, yo, because if you think about one site, like, some of these moves will work on other places. Now, I'm not encouraging the world to take advantage of it, but none of this is really all that taking advantage of it if there's flaws in the system and you just happen to notice that shit. That's not legal advice. That's just not legal advice, though. (laughs) It's their fucking job to figure shit out like that. Yo, Facebook will pay you millions of dollars, like millions. I, I heard they offered people like, I think it, I heard some shit like $26 million if you can hack their fucking system. If you can get into Facebook and show them that it's fucked up, they will pay you millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people so, might not know that, job- but there's a whole industry around that. It's like, yeah, when you think hacker, you think of like the the guys who do um, uh, anonymous and whatnot, but most of them be like real corporate executives yeah, that get yeah. contracted to hack into the systems. It's like my company has paid other companies just to see where we're at. Like, how easy is it? Are, is our shit top yeah, notch? And, then, up to par with the and if it's not, you fix that shit. So my system stuff at work, we is up to we top notch. We good because we take the extra steps to work that's with people exactly to ensure that. 
Yo, that's what happens when people be like doing app dev and they're like, why does it cost $20,000 a month for security? This shit. This is why it costs that much for security because people be doing all this shit. It's a big industry. Exactly. It costs that much because Travis Bryant don't want to pay for Amazon Prime, damn it. No, I'm just saying, like, it's like, it's really, um, there's, that's their job, bro. It's tech support. They got to figure out if people are breaking the system. It's like a bank. Mm. You know, you can't be having people hacking all kinds of accounts and getting all kinds of shit for free. And like, yo, imagine if that was, you know, banks and I could just do that at the bank every day and just walk out with fucking 30, you know, 300 K in digital money every single fucking day. Because of some flaw like that. I'm absolutely Think certain that the would bank be like. would be like, bro, you owe us this much money after. <laughs> uh, yes and no. I've seen people get away with that. I saw somebody, they deposited $80,000 in his account and he ain't pay a fucking dollar that bad. That's wild. You know? Yeah. Like, yo, they like, it's like with the, I don't know if it works like that in every case. I can't, you know what I mean? Sit there and tell y'all, but um, I know that um, fucking, what's it called? Uh, fuck, I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, there's, um, fuck, he, oh yeah, the government, if they send you, like, if they overpay you, like, you, you get to keep that shit. You know what I mean? If they fuck up, you get to keep the paper. The bank, though? isn't the government i'm pretty sure they got some level of like yo you owe us this money back now because i heard some stories where like it's like gone on where if the bank notices it because sometimes like if the bank don't notice it let's say that eighty thousand got deposited on some weird shit and nobody flagged it yeah. nobody complained and it goes clean but let's say that eighty thousand comes in on where some, the money came from yeah but let's say it was some like you know somebody flags it it's like a case now trust you're gonna have to pay back that 80k because that shit's some shit i've seen actually hit the news before but yo what what have you like been up to then outside of music because i know you keep busy i know you'd be doing all kinds of shit and i know that even if the and even the way you worded it the writing of songs might not have been as creative but that doesn't mean that there isn't creative happenings going on inside of your life um um i started looking you know like Ever since this whole shit, I've been trying to, like, get innovative with the stuff that I'm doing, you know? Um, so besides music, like, music is always the core of, of what I'm doing. But I got to branch off into different shit. Like, these days, the world is changing, like, warp speed, you know what I mean? So, you know, as you know, like, we started um, developing the concept for... Um, Teddy. My show, Teddy's After Dark. Yeah. But, um, you know, you were working on with me. So that's one thing that um, we're going to be bringing to the world. It's a variety it's show. Teddy's After Dark. Yeah, exactly. A variety show, you know. Got my man's holding over here who, uh, you know, basically executive producing the show. Um, and uh, so basically we're going to be doing that. But we're... Changing formats, not so much formats. We just got to like. We recorded we'll a, a few episodes and realized that some of this stuff is not necessarily the vision. It's the concept. Exactly. It's like when you film a pilot and then you evaluate it after and go, hmm, here's what we actually have to do if we want this to work. Exactly. So now we have like, we you know, basic 
ideas and shit. And like, well, okay, this is how we make this better. It's like demos, bro. Like you need, like when I, when I do a project, like people don't understand. Like when I say, yo, I'm demoing this shit. Like I'm demoing records right now. Like all these songs that I was doing for obviously bipolar or whatever, like those are demos right now. I'm not releasing any of those. Like, even though there are songs that I know are coming out for sure. Like even those songs, they're going to get re-recorded. Um, but yeah, so, you know, this is like a demo. You got to, like you said, a pilot, you know what I mean? So yeah, we have some content. We're going to, I'm going to branch that off into the TikTok world because some of those segments um, that we have are better off on TikTok than they are as part of the show and beg. You know, you got to have, you got to have, you got to have extra content for people, right? You know, you got to have, you got to have the exclusive content for for whatever platform they may be following you on and in this case you know tiktok you know like for you with twitch you know like that's no but even then i'm already on tiktok now doing different shit like because if you're on tiktok you can't be doing the same shit that you'd be doing twitch is meant for these long form casual like literally there are streams where i'll say a word for 15 minutes and it's actually appropriate because it depends on the yeah. nature of the stream. Like if we're just listening to music, okay. sometimes it's better to shut up, you know? And like other times it's like, but then you get to TikTok and you're like, okay, you have these one minute snippets. And then I started looking at what teenagers do, because if you really want to know how to succeed on the talk, right. follow successful young people in Montreal. And there's these girls and shit and they all be doing shit like day in the life of a student. And then they show you their outfit and then they're in the school and, oh, yeah. and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I can do versions of this. Maybe not as good as these people. I'm looking shower videos. What? They're holding shower videos, bro. Love them. <laughs> they're, they're like fun. I haven't done them in a minute. Cause like honestly standing in the shower for 35, 40 minutes straight filming TikToks is like, it's not my favorite activity. It's a full-time job. Because, yo, if I don't plan my week right, I'm like, oh, because, yo, it's not impromptu, right? You're not sitting there going every shower I'm filming a TikTok. It's not realistic. Yeah. You have to, like, yeah. film a bunch in a row. So, like, I know I can get, like, 10 done at a time, but I fucked up on it. But then I'm like, yo, this is, like, actually an effective way to show people the music I like. To give you a sense yeah. of my taste. And then men seem to find it comical. And for the group of women that like it, it's worked out nice. You know, it's it, they like it, and then the oh. other people fuck them, <laughs> right? Because like fuck them, because fuck them. I mean, yo, y'all should take shower videos too. I mean, it's a fucking trend we can make. Yo, shower videos are a thing, bro. They always been a thing. Like it's just it's like since I started seeing you like active doing those things, I was like, yo, to me, like I relate you to that now. You know what I mean? And it's like. I personally, I can't do no shower videos, but that works. That works for you. You know what I mean? Maybe if like fucking Cardi B was in the shower or something like that. But like, damn. Besides that, I'm just playing. I don't really want to. It's just about juxtapositions and shit, right? Like, people that normally look like me and typically live lives that are similar to mine would never be caught dead doing a shower video. Yeah, but you you understood it on a different like. You know, we talked a lot since we've been doing these interviews and shit like that, right? You know, and kicked it a bunch. So it's like you understand some of the some of the shit that I'm trying to bring to the table. Like you get those things, you know what I mean? You got like a certain like 
I'm telling you, bro, like in the last over the last year and a half, I seen like your confidence level blow the fuck up. A little bit, yeah. So you know what I mean? So it's like Let's say because you, of that, like, you know, you maybe start, some of the people that... You start having accolades, said, like, right? You know, people, like, inside of your soul, the type yeah. of shit that, like, yo, people can't touch it because, yo, you did it. Even if, like, yeah. sometimes it's not even about money or whatever. It's just, like, to be able to say shit, like, yo, I've, I've been in this game a decade. That's a big number. Right? It's not your number, but it's still a big number. You know, like, because hey, not everybody hits a decade. Yeah, not yo, bro. People don't even fucking. That's the thing is like when I say yo, I've been doing this for that long, consecutively and seriously. It's like yo, not everybody does that. You know, I once heard, I once heard like fucking, um, I think it was Green Day saying yo, like I, I look back at it and like these fools like been there like forty years, the same three dudes on a damn stage, and they went from like a fucking shithole this big. To probably one of the world's biggest rock bands, and it's like, Facts. that's a long career, bro. Forty fucking years to be. I'm like, yo, you know they were like yeah. easily 10, 12 years deep when do when Dookie drops. Like that wasn't even their first record or anything. Like they had a whole yeah. bunch of shit in the eighties, and then Dookie yeah. drops. Like, yeah, that was nineteen. Dookie was nineteen ninety four. Like, bro, they had like. Uh, you know, they used to be a band called Sweet Children before before they were Green Day, and they ended up releasing some shit like that. Um, some of those Sweet Children songs as Green Day or whatever, like in the eighties, like you said, like eighty six, eighty seven, and all that shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a long fucking time to be a, a band or have a career in like one thing. Like people, especially these days, people switch up their shit so fast. Attention spans are not there. So yeah, I th- people, I've been thinking um, a lot about that attention spans thing. I think so. I watched this video. Uh, Preach and Cobia started doing these like morning motivation streams, and they're kind of like whatever, you know, like you know the fucking people that pump you up on YouTube, and it's all fucking great because it puts you in a good state. But like, yeah. one of the ones he had recently was talking about what people want. Now, I want the things I do, so I do the things that like like there's a correlation, right? Like I want to talk to people so for me putting the time into this is it does feel like work a lot but it's not like that it's like this is what i want to be doing with my life when i'm mad successful it's this right and a lot of people when they try things i don't think it's an attention span thing i think people do things because they think they should and people don't spend enough time deciding what they want to be doing with life so that's it that's it i get that because like I was, you know, saying like previously, it's like, yo, if you don't, like people with music, for example, you know what I'm saying? Like they think they want to do this shit and they talk a whole lot of that. We taking this and we taking that shit and we're here and we run this, but they don't even want to be doing that, bro. Like they doing that because it's like, eh, it's a thing I'm doing this week. You know what I'm saying? That's not a life goal. So that, and you know, that's, it, it doesn't just, it's not just for music. It's not just local music. It's everything in general. Like, you write about that. It's like people just don't, you know, oh, yeah, that's some shit that I like. It's trendy, you know what I mean? It's trendy for... Rappers is the biggest... Bro, i never seen so many fucking... i never seen such an over-flooded market. Like, I think Bitcoin is probably the only rival that rappers have. Oh, my God. Because well every said. fucking thing is a rapper. Everything. Like... Or think it's a rapper. 
low key Bonnie raps now to goof on that. Yo, that's like I mean uh, that's what I got from the first video, bro, or one of the first ones that I saw of her doing it. Like everybody can do this, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Like I can do this too. Like you know, here's my recycle song. <laughs> facts and then she comes in and like whatever does her thing but like the fact that she could just come in she writes this okay like i helped her a bit with flow on one of them but like for two of them she did it by herself i didn't help her she delivered her shit on her own obviously we like made sure it was good but on the real it was like a two take like she did it twice and it was good enough so it's like if my girlfriend who just showed up out of nowhere started writing bars could now just become a rapper to me that's why being a rapper is not special no more <clears throat> no offense to anybody especially yeah, bonnie because yeah, your bars is fun but like <laughs> but uh yeah no rappers over fucking saturated market that needs to fucking fuck off big time everything's a rapper i mean oh yeah you're a rapper like that's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite ad libs that I use these days. Oh yeah, you a rapper? Um, like it's, it's, not... it's, it's yeah. Like people don't people don't know what they want. People don't know what they want with their lives. You know what I'm saying? They think they want like dude. Like even me. Like who's been doing this for fucking you know even before rap like or you know whatever this is now at this point. Like that's like twenty. 22 years, 23 years, that alone. Before that, there was a whole bunch of other music that I was doing. You know what I mean? So it's like, even me, who's been making music my entire fucking life, like, I don't know, like, that if, you know, like, you know, the massive scale that an artist, like, anybody from fucking Eminem, Car. You be all these Drake, all these big ass fucking superstars that are 24 7 like cameras shoved down their throats and shit like that. Like, now that you got to know me, um, I don't know. Like, yo, if these people would try me like that, honestly, I think like, it's kind of like the there's two sides to it. For one thing, you would then have the security guards around who would keep these people off yeah. you and you would have a, somebody stuff. literally whose job who's bigger and stronger than you and his job would be to hold yeah. you back and that would be a person's oh, job for sure. because they would not yeah, let sure. like you wouldn't be let into a situation like that cardi shoe thing guaranteed they engineered it some of the shit that happened engineered for the club because it's okay to have some of it like there's certain paparazzi yeah. who's like okay here's what we're gonna do you're gonna hit me with the camera you know i'm sure of it okay and yeah, that's why Kanye West has a lot of stories like that from like years, you know, 2006 era. Man, they was they was on his ass constantly. He was like beating up a TMZ guy every two days. But like, you know what I'm saying? I saw a video. I saw a video of Kanye like dudes coming out of his fucking. He's taking out his garbage at like four in the morning, and the dudes in the fucking bushes. Hi, Kanye. Can you get? A, can I get a quote? Dude, what the fuck? No, you can't get a fucking quote. It's four in the morning. I'm taking out my fucking garbage. My family's in the fucking house. Like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, they have no... And, and at four in the morning, there's no damn security. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's just Kanye telling you I to mean, suck a dick. Kanye absolutely could have security there at four in the morning. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he does. He, yeah, no, for, he... Like, 
Kardashian house. But like, you know? like but, but I hear what you're saying. Like these people pop up everywhere. I do think though everywhere. that like given what ends up happening is when you're in those moments, everything is like when you don't have a lot, sometimes the way we make decisions is mad different than when you have a lot to lose. Because the same person in a different environment would behave differently. And I do have a sense of who you are now. And I believe that if you're sitting on a milli, you'd have a lot more patience and self-control than if you're not sitting on a milli. Oh, yeah. That was right away if I was sitting on a milli, bro. Like all the fucking black tar in my fucking chest 24-7 would definitely go down a whole lot. You know what I mean? And like... It makes you think about shit like, okay, am I going to snap on this guy and just throw everything away? You know what I mean? That's kinda... But at the same time, there's, there's also benefits to that too. Like, they say, you know, they say all publicity is good publicity. They don't actually say I've that. I've heard people say the opposite. The people yeah, who, they do. So, like, the people who say all publicity is good publicity often overlook the parts where, you know, some people actually dead their careers. Like... Look at certain actors who just stop acting because bad publicity tanked their last movie and they never got a role again. Like this does happen. People sometimes yeah, more so in more so in Hollywood movies in the music industry, bro. Like, dude, Shorty was pissing on dude on stage like two months I ago. Saw like, that a shit. Big thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's nothing. It's not like yo. It's his conscious decision. It's her decision. Do whatever the fuck you do. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're right. I think uh, to to be fair. The context of movies, you need the man to produce your shit. And now we're in an era of music where, honestly, if you can't monetize who you are, it's probably because you didn't take a branding class. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you know, like me, I, I've learned how to do all that shit, you know, by myself. But it's like, it's so easy and available for you now. That if you're not, like, taking advantage of basic shit that's out there for free to be Actually, able to get yourself right. out. I think I take it back. Don't necessarily take a class. Find somebody that fucked up a lot and then also take a class. But also find somebody that fucked up a lot because until you saw somebody waste five figures on something, you don't know the difference between that and the guy on a YouTube master class giving you a polished best of scenario. Like I do these social media webinars yeah. and I realize okay. something because like it's part of my job and like me and my team be watching these videos for education and shit because I need them to get like more marketing oriented. And I realized right. every webinar and every presentation is always perfect. You're, you have the best product, you have the machine, you have the resources, and you can plan in advance. And so that's all you ever hear. And that's all these courses teach for. But the reality is, is you probably can't afford it and need to figure out some shit. You probably don't have the best product because you can't afford it and need to figure out some shit. And you're really relying on passion, motivation, and some other shit to like get that funding. That's it. Nobody talking about how to do that shit. Yo, that's the downside of everything. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I've been watching a lot of these um, fucking TikTok, um, like, NFT videos. People, like, make this shit look so simple. What would you do if you had $500? Well, if I only had $500 in my bank account, this is what I would do, Cal. You know know what I mean? Like, they just hit you with these things, make it look so simple. I'm going to buy this. This (laughs) full I saw, Yo, I saw the, I saw the pandemic special and shit. That was hilarious. Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just like, dude, this, these fucking, um, these dudes like make it like, okay, go on open sea, get this. Do, do, do. And then three weeks later, it's $10 billion. And then minus, and, and it's like, no, it doesn't really fucking work like that because I promise you, 
I promise you it doesn't work like that. I don't know. Because I've been on this shit for like three months now, about, and yeah, it's hella complicated. First of all, finding out that you got to add all these different... Hold up, what's up, 514 online mix? Oh, yo, what up, what up, what up? Um, That's the homies right there, shout out to them. Facts. Um, Yeah, I fucking... Just knowing that, like, there's all these different fucking networks. So I had these things that I didn't even know I had. Like, then I logged into one of these open seasons. Like, I saw NFTs that I didn't even know I owned. Yeah, somebody. Gave- and they were on the po- they were on the Polygon network. And then there's, and then I had all these other ones that I'm like, where the fuck are my NFTs? And I was like, you gotta add this next thing. So I was like, okay add finance so then all those nfts were binance and then that you can't get that on the ethereum market so you got to get a whole nother thing for that and yeah so it's just fucking now they pop up under different shit and th- understanding what the fuck gas was oh shit dude <laughs> yeah i know that <clears throat> Like, okay, I'm depositing, yo, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to cop this fucking dope-ass thing for $120. That shit don't cost you $120, bro. No, it don't. That shit cost you $400. I had a similar experience. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really, like, shit is what I had the last night spending, I think I spent, like, 10 hours getting, I copped a wolf, a, a wolf gang last night. So, what the yeah, fuck's a wolf gang? That That's some dope shit. Check it out, bro. Very, um, it's like wolf, like dope ass wolf fucking NFTs. So if I, um, so basically, ten there's ten thousand. It's like them. the lion people, or whatever, like that. Ma- like, cause yo, these little avatar yeah. shits that like you would cop, and then it becomes your like profile. So you be, you, but you paying for the validation that you cop that particular one. I like okay. See what you're saying, like because I don't, the I don't understand the it that I have a lot. Like this part, I don't get a lot. And neither do I. I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm learning, but I'm learning fast because I'm like, I'm clicking, I'm doing this. I'm like, yo, the first time that I lost eighty bucks in like ten seconds, and I didn't even know that it was happening. I like, I was transferring money from one thing to a next thing. I'm like, and it's like you have zero Ethereum. How the fuck did I have? What do you mean? Like, it was all good. So what I really learned is that don't ever transfer no small money, ever. No. Because you're just going to lose. You're going to lose every fucking dollar of it in gas. So I discovered that because, I don't know, there's this web browser, Brave, and they have this thing where if you pop okay. up, it gives you BAT, which is this token. So I have $124 okay. uh, or US dollars in MetaMask, but it's in the BAT token. Right. It would cost me $170 to turn that into Ethereum. And you're like, yeah. oh my god, I'd have to do this for like, cause yo, it took over a year to get that money, so I'd have to do this for another two that's years. That's only MetaMask. That's only MetaMask. That's what I. That's another thing that I fucking learned is they're the only ones raping you on the gas. Cause if you have Coinbase or if you have like mm. the other, there's like four or five different. I mean, like yo, every day I'm seeing new wallets pop up on on. Uh, on my fucking, you know, whatever timelines everywhere because once you're in it, like it, that's all they feed you. You know what I mean? 
Um, yeah, so, bro, like, my whole shit, my, like, my Twitter went from, from fucking pop stars and fucking, you know, whatever, to NFTs overnight. That's all I see is crypto shit now. And it's like, fuck, I don't even want to see this. It don't even be like, fucking, yeah, there's, like, I transfer money from this to that, and, like, nothing. Zero, Coinbase doesn't even have a fee for, like, for transfers like so, that. But does Coinbase cost money to get in? Because I think that's why I ended up going with MetaMask. No, and Coinbase also accepts fucking uh, shitty Quebec fucking, what do you call it, um, health cards as ID. That's another plus to them. If you don't have a license and if you don't have passports and shit like that, they'll take your shitty so little health card. Lord. That's, I mean, I didn't even yeah. realize that was a concern. But that's cool. So Coinbase well, is free concern. and it would let me transfer my fucking shit around. Yeah, it does. And they have they have their own wallet too. So like you get Coinbase wallet is one thing and then Coinbase is another thing. But it lets you transfer your shit for free within Coinbase. And from the Coinbase wallet, you can transfer that to MetaMask. So now I started putting all the money there. And when I need to like deal with something on MetaMask, I transfer it from that to that. Because if like, I have money stuck sitting in MetaMask that I can't do shit fuck all with. Like, there's, like, $60, $70 on different things that I can't do anything with. Like, what do you want me to do with that? So I keep it there to fucking, um, you know, to, to mint NFTs, let's say, or, like, fucking whatever. You know what I mean? How much does it cost there's, to uh, mint an NFT? Depends on, like, what... I know that, like, if you do it from uh, Ninja FT, that... They were the first, uh, apparently they were the first, the first app where you could, where you can mint NFTs, um, on iOS and Android. So for them, it costs, yeah, it's six ninety nine. Anyways, it comes out to like seven fifty per NFT basically. And you just, you can Google play it. So just takes you right there, charges it to your Google and you're good to go. Um, other ones are more expensive, you know, like if you, from what like, you know, it depends, depends on what the NFT is also. Like if you want to just make random shit, you know, I recommend using that or even open C or cause there's, again, there's the different, there's the different networks like that Binance shit, like, uh, rareable, I think it's called. You can make them on there. That's like, that's all, that's another, like. I think it's free on that to make it. Um, but yeah, like, let's say like you want to mint a fucking, you know, they have the white lists and shit like that, right? When the drops happen, like you're, so you like, okay, they're going to allow certain uh, X amount of people to make those NFTs. So they give you the and like those, you know, they'll have, they put, they'll start their price. You know what I mean? Like it'll cost you like, I don't know, 0.5 Ethereum or whatever the fuck to make that and you can you can select the amount that you want like there's a, a limit of how many you can actually make but that's of that specific nft you know what i mean so it's like it goes uh i guess their brand you know what i mean so yeah like i saw some like i went to try some last night what was it um i think it was, they're called the companions or some shit like that and like i started i checked it out wasn't really my thing, you know, but um, that would have cost me a grip if I would have actually, you know, went 
went so with that like one. But I'm sure that each of these like NFT networks is like a social media network of sorts, and like one of them is going to end up becoming kingpin, and the other ones are going to fizzle away. And so the value of your NFT is almost attached to which one of these networks you use. What I what I fucking what I notice is, um, this shit is really community based. Mm. So this only works if like people blow it the fuck up within themselves you know what i mean and like i've been watching certain people the way they do it you know and like some of these <clears throat> like these punks the, the the punks and the noids and the fucking the odies and and like even the like yo these the wolf gangs those are fucking dope I and mean, that's a verified like they got a verified account on on open scene they got like a lot of fucking yeah, they made 10k them and um super dope art you know what i mean but that shit only works like everything seems to be working off discord and that's why bonnie what did i tell you about discord <laughs> everything seems to be working off discord it's like that's where the community happens at is like okay hit the discord you go on Discord and everything's going on in there. I fucking have no clue how to how to work any of them. I'm like on like 30 of them and I still haven't even said a word in any of them. I have spent a, a, a guap of time, as you would say, learning about how to set up Discords in the last little bit. So I know you were telling me about that. And I was like, when you told me, when you first told me, I was like, what the fuck is Discord? Yeah. And then the day after, homeboys told me to get one and i'm like no 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 that's too much shit i'm gonna fuck off nah, and then nft world pops up and i'm like oh god damn it all right here we but go you know what the crazy discord. thing about discord is we could in the future this is some real shit where people don't see the real value we could do this make it cost money to watch in discord and violate copyright law i know it's like you're not supposed to advocate it but it's private community so you could do shit like hold it and Travis watch movies like Beavis and Butthead in a gated community <laughs> like right now. Have it cost $5 a month or whatever to participate in. And that's doable in Discord. But like people have to like go to Discord and bring the community to the central platform. And then once we're all there, it's mad monetizable. And that's what's what. And that's in, it's beyond the fucking. I guess, that's, I guess, what the NFT guys are doing. Basically. You know what I mean? There's there's so much, like, when I look at the discords, they have all kinds of different shit within it. You know what I mean? Like, that you can access from there. Like, okay, take it to the Twitter or fucking, you know, take it to the links to cop it. Then there's, you know, a whole bunch of different chats. Then there's, like, sections for, you know, for whitelists and, and fucking, it, there's just a bunch of shit that you can do in there. And they, they have, like, airdrops. And, uh... What's an airdrop? Airdrops is like they give you fucking free NFTs. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Yeah, somebody gave me a free NFT and I couldn't figure out for the life of me why until I realized that they probably so he sold one. And I and I was like, Oh, okay, you gave me one, but you also sold one. That means I in theory could sell this one that you gave me, which is what I realized he's kinda of hoping for, because as they sell the value goes up, right? Well, and then it gets passed does he, around. Does he and, right. Does he make a royalty off I'm it? Is I'm, he getting a five? Well, I didn't even I didn't ask questions. He's like, yo, give me your wallet ID. An NFT will show up. And that was all I it was like, okay. And that happened. What network is it on there? Uh OpenSea and MetaMask. Yeah, but no, like is it 
Is it a Binance? Is it a Polygon? Is it a fucking Ethereum? If, is I don't even um, know. I could check that right quick. Because <laughs> uh, I have, I have like, I, like I said, I have them on different networks, and I couldn't find them at first. So I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I was finding ones that I didn't even know I had, because the wallet was, because on your MetaMask at the top, when you click Ethereum or whatever, mm. you're gonna see like networks are gonna pop up, and then you gotta add other ones. Depending on where the fuck, right, right, and then you know, there's there's some complicated shit, bro. I thought all these, I thought all the apes were like the same. Nah, there's copies of copies of copies, and people that copied that and copied that, and then like, yo, there's not like a hundred polygon blockchain. Okay, that's, yeah, polygon. That's that's part of Ethereum, and they're saying. So what what I've been learning is they're saying that that if that can rise over this one threshold that they're trying to get um it could actually take over ethereum and be the main thing mm. so yeah that's a part of that it works through that like you can't like that and binance are two different completely different things but yeah you know I mean? so basically if so, i want free nfts i just have to show up on nft discords and i'll get free nfts and in a sense you could then hustle nfts I mean, well okay like for the yeah i I've got so many free ones. It's crazy. But um, I also bought a bunch. And there's like, yo, there's there's networks that like, okay, for example, like this Binance shit, like Ninja FTs. You should download that because it's fucking like, it's beyond being the first one where you can mint shit and all that. Um, it's really good as a beginner thing to learn shit from because... There they have daily airdrops, okay? So, like, every day at 6.38, you, know, you just open your app, whatever, show up before 6.38. Obviously, there's other people trying to get it, but you go to, you click airdrops, and they're, at 6.38, they're going to drop one. And, you know, could be, like, today, 28 people can claim it, and tomorrow, 55 can claim it. You know, they'll, they'll put whatever the fuck number they put on there. But, yeah, they give out a certain amount per day uh, of thanks, free Priscilla. ones. <clears throat> She said, great interview. Yo, yo. Spec. No, but that's Fam. like... Mad. They're doing big things. Yo, big Shout facts. out 514 too. I really admire what they've done. <laughs> like, they're fucking unestablished. Yo, I just... My, my homegirl's building... She's, she's not telling people what she's up to, but she's, she's doing big things behind the scenes. They got this shit popping. I believe it. I see, yeah, like, yeah. It's cool that she does, like, all this shit that is, like... I don't know, fuck all about it. <laughs> so it's really cool to watch her do it. So it's like, yo, yeah. I just be learning. I just be watching and learning and doing my thing over here. And it's like, dope. I'm glad that they exist. You know, it makes me feel. Bro, y'all got y'all got two different lanes. Y'all got two different lanes. Like, Big yo, lanes. They gonna be, yo, they gonna be the, the, they can be paparazzi that works, like basically paparazzi Facts. that works for the artist. Like you want you know that I mean? paparazzi, paparazzi there. Like you the holler artist. at them. Like yo. Yo, yo come can you guys through, come like film me and shit? Like, yo, I actually started buying some nicer shit so that I could show up and be like, yo, like clothing wise. I'm like, yo, I gotta be showing up because yo, people like Fab and Four Online Mix be filming the people in the best clothing and shit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. Saying, yo, they got models and shit. Models. You know what it is? It's like what MTL Blog wishes it was. They could be what MTL Blog yeah. was supposed to be. <clears throat> yo, Dave, Dave, that shit is such a flop. MTL blog, damn. Just like, yo, 
that's one of those things that I followed on everything, hoping that it was going to be like my shit. And it just turned out to be doo-doo. Just doo-doo. I'm shaking. You can see me shaking my fucking head right now? Yeah. I know you can see that. Bro, I that's feel stuff. like a lot of people agree with you. I mean, they, they I can't post. They blocked me at one point. I'm blocked from even interacting on their shit. <laughs> Who wants to interact with them anyways? I don't know. So I, like, I guess in, back in the day when I was more of a shithead on Facebook, me. <laughs> I got blocked. Yeah. Hey, where have I been blocked? You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you haven't been blocked by now, you're doing something wrong. Mm, I did get my first... I got my first you know? uh, Facebook community warning. The You fucked up. Not like jail, but the yellow flag. You know what it was for? For what? If young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. That post, Shut the fuck. I was drunk, and I posted that verbatim. At, and then immediately, and now there's this yellow thing on my profile every day being like. I can't disappear, but yeah, that, that shit was, the, I had that fucking thing. Mine was like red, like fucking log into Facebook, and we're calling this. CIA, like muscle was hard. Yo, six months straight of this red, big ass block thing on my on my page. So I just, you know, fuck that account. I lost. Well, I didn't lose it, but like I, I just, you know. Yo, it messes with you a little 5, bit. People, 5, people. I also have a warning you know on my YouTube account because so, I was like streaming uh, battle rap shit to like for when I was interviewing a battle rapper. So I would just like stream shit. Dude, this is YouTube. You're supposed to be able to do shit like that. Well, I was on Twitch streaming it. Well, no, I was streaming oh, to okay. YouTube. So I was streaming URL content and it turns out that don't do that. URL will fuck you up. And so they struck. They, they did. It was kind of like a warning strike. Like, yeah, it would have been a strike. And so I haven't streamed any of this shit live to YouTube since because I really don't want to fuck up my YouTube account. But every time I log in, like, right now, my channel dashboard, channel violations, active community guideline strike, warning. And it's like, no, it's not going it's away. Crazy. It's just not going it's away. Crazy. You're stuck. Fuck you. You're just watching this for the rest it's of your crazy. YouTube career. <laughs> These fools are crazy. Like, URL... Like, you know, people like to, because, yeah, because they want to, they got pay-per-views popping now. You know what I mean? So I also like, got the app, which is where, like, a lot of their shit pops off. There you go. So, so I didn't even know they had an app, because I'm not really onto that battle rap shit, but, um, <clears throat> fucking, it's like, dude, they want to, they want, they want, the, you know, concentrate your content to one channel, basically. They want, they want their shit to be viewed through them, not which through someone else. I kind of respect they're doing really yeah, well. And like, I mean, I got their app at one point. I mean, I, it was kind of like, yo, if I'm going to be interviewing these guys, like I should probably buy the URL app for a bit and like watch some battle raps and shit and just kind of explore. Right. And uh, I actually have no idea if I'm still paying for it. Like it's a 50-50. Like I might be paying for it. I might not be paying for it. I haven't really thought about it. So I like to think I'm supporting URL low-key. <laughs> See... He's a good guy. Me? I would never do that. <laughs> I mean, Fuck that. I look at that's, it. That's money in the air that you don't know about. But like, you need those dollars. I look at it like Battle Rap did a lot for me. I should do something for Battle Rap. Okay, yeah, I see that. So that's that's, that's okay. why I'm comfortable with it. it. Because like, yo, let's be yeah. real. Iron Solomon, Poison Pan, a few other names. Like, 
hard facts of what came after that like it wasn't lost on me the impact of them and so battle rap gave to me i should give back to battle rap and even in montreal yo, sure. like, i try to be a little more supportive of it you, yo anything that, that you know that you gain from see that's what people don't understand that's what people, people like to use the term culture vulture a lot in reference to fucking skin colors and this and that a culture vulture is somebody who abuses what the fuck their part like they gain from something and don't give anything back and just rape what they're you know what they're gaining from so Max. <clears throat> you know what I mean? that's that that's what a culture vulture is you know what i'm saying so yeah that's exactly what that would be if you were to do that so anything you anything you feel like you personally gaining from is it's not your responsibility because I don't like using that word, you know, because people can do whatever the fuck they want, really, at the end of the day. But yeah, but like, if I'm going is. to directly financially profit off of something, you know, there's a karma yeah, to it all. Like, it's not necessarily a real rule. I look at it's kind of like what I call weed karma. The one thing I learned about weed is the more weed you share, you'll never you'll never have to be sober. Because somebody will always share with you. It's when you get greedy with weed. <laughs> yo, that that's true, bro. Like, yo, a friend with weed. What do they say? How do they say that saying? I don't remember, but I know what it's saying. You mean a friend, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Yeah, well, it's the same concept as you'll never go broke as long as I owe you. Feel mm. me? So it's like, I feel like by being smart about how you give back matters just because like you have to half the things I've heard where people don't like people have entirely to do with like the direction of transactions, whether or not it's money. People get kind of yeah. weird about people when they feel like somebody's taking more than it's being given back. And For like, sure. reputations oh, and statuses like only go so far. Yeah, you don't you don't want to feel like nobody wants to feel cheated and used, bro. I see nobody. It. Everybody wants you know to I mean? so value. If you're if you're gaining from something directly, like yo, what you put out there, you gonna get back. You know what I'm saying? So, might as well that 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 karma concept, bro. You might as well, you might as well be on the good side of that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's so, like, cause yo, people gossip and shit too, right? Like that's a real thing. So I'd rather. Oh yeah, people, that's a real big thing. I'd rather people call me an asshole who does good things than a nice guy who does bad things. Yo, that makes complete sense for sure. Cause I'm aware you know, some I people know. think I'm an asshole. It's fair. Fair enough. I, you know, if you're the asshole, what the fuck am I then? Damn, I must be like the fucking super villain. Nah, but I, I'm I cool with that. Actually, thing. people really respect your art. I think more than you might think. People like respect your art. I yo and, and to those who do, you know, salute to you. Um, much respect for that. You know, I I know that a lot of people do respect it. Um, that's yo. That's what. That's another thing I want to say is like yo. I don't necessarily have to. To like. You know, like okay, how people like yo okay these these Kylie Jenners and shit like that that I, that I fuck with. You know what I mean? Like, I like the fact that they're in TV fucking land. You know what I mean? Like. That that's it's cool that they're there. Not, you know, like I'm not. Maybe I don't fucking like them person. You know, they wouldn't like me personally, or I'm gonna like them personally. You know what I mean? Um, Probably not. 
So it's good that there's the separation of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so but yo, you don't like, have to. The way you treat pop stars me. is not that different than the way people treat boxers or Jake Paul. Like to be fair, people be talking about Jake Paul with the same frequency you talk about like some of these girls. I'm gonna just throw it out there, and that's not a fake statement, I, yeah, and it's not even shots. Jake Paul is remarkably interesting this year. What can I say? <clears throat> Yo, he said some interesting shit the other day. Actually, um, I seen a clip of it on TikTok. Like somebody was shitting on him for saying something. And he was like, "Yo, shut the fuck up!" He was like, "Yo, I I was just reacting to like I don't know. Some dude was talking about other boxers, fucking wives, and like." A whole bunch of racist shit. And he just called them the fuck out on all of it. And, yo, I, I was peeping the comments after that. And it was like, yo, a lot of people, a lot of people switched up how they felt about him from that very moment. I was like, well, he's getting yo, because dude was standing up for some real shit. You know what I mean? But they're like, the same thing happened so, to Logan when he got to that age. It's like, okay, listen, how many of y'all were like well-behaved moralists at 21? Please tell me. <laughs> and then how many of you all at 25 calmed the fuck down and like started to pursue more mature things and now in your 30s are judging 20 year olds? How many of you all are that, right? Like, like, look, I like saw Logan Paul like get his shit together right quick after that suicide forest thing and people were like willing to condemn him and write him off like he's the worst human being ever and how could you do that? I'm like, I don't know. He's a millionaire and he's young and he has no fucking guidance. Everybody does dumb shit. Look at Justin Bieber. Everybody does dumb shit when they're young, yeah, they, they're yeah, rich, and they're powerful. That's it. that's it, bro. Like, But then they get older you know, and then all of a sudden people have experiences. Like I'm certain. You grow, bro. You change. Like you, you start to you go through shit that makes you act different. Yo, imagine if all of our parents had Twitter when they were like 20. I guarantee you bro, nobody would act the same, bro. Everybody would be, like, pulling up tweets from 1983 and canceling motherfuckers <laughs> left, right, and center. You know, dude, I'm, you know, people are doing that without the fucking tweets, bro. People, yo, I see people like, why don't we talk about how Elvis was banging a 12-year-old? It was like, yo, so was fucking literally everybody else at that fucking, bro, they, in those times, you know what I mean? Like, People are wild about like, that shit. And I'm not, look, it's not yo, even to say it's right, but, like... Yo, all, it's it's only really recently that it wasn't cool to fuck a 16-year-old. Like, this is one of those things where I'm not advocating this. But when I was in my early 20s, right, it was almost like if you could bag a 16-year-old, it was like a badge of honor to a lot of people. The media glorified shit like this. Everything kind of, like, pushed it. The age of consent was there. Like, And I'm not saying, like, you were supposed to do it. But there's, like, a whole remarkably large number of 16-year-old girls that fuck guys I mean, in their 20s. Yo, one hundred percent. There's, there, yo, there's a, you know, there's a line, you know, of what fucking age can do that. You know what I'm saying? But like, like dude, if you're twenty seven, if you're twenty seven, twenty eight, and you're fucking a sixteen year old, I'm gonna crack your fucking face open. No, facts. I'm, and again, I'm, I'm not. You know I mean? This isn't meant to advocate but, it. I'm saying like, if you no, really watch, not, like, there's, there's, like a lot of the movies of and shit, right? This is kind of where I'm going with yeah. it. It's not about like the reputation. So you start watching the '80s movies and the '90s movies, and bro, man, everything, everybody's like fetishizing high school girls. Like everything's about fucking bro. high school girls. It's really weird. Okay. Not everything, but a okay, lot of shit is. One hundred. <clears throat> yo, I was just seeing shit. Like, yo, they had a, a, a clip of like. These fucking these kids from today watching all the 
the 90s teen movies. <laughs> okay? So the big ones that they were shitting all over were American, all the American, like American Pie. Oh Dude, God. Where's My Car was the most offensive movie in the world to these people. I don't really the remember the movie. Top, not like, like, this is something that they, you know, they wanted to ban, like, fucking learning about the Holocaust in fucking high school. Like, on that level. Is it bad? Yeah. Like, I haven't seen that movie. I never it seen like, Dude, it's, what the fuck could be bad about Ashton Kutcher and fucking Sean William or whatever the fuck um, running around acting like two burnouts with a whole bunch of strippers looking for a car? What's bad about that? That sounds You're like fucking... the 90s. <laughs> or 2000. You know what I'm saying? It just sounds like, like it's that. A fucking, it's, a, it's a stoner movie, bro. It's a stoner movie. Like, it's not... Yo, you, you can go back to... The original movies like that, you know, like all them, yeah, like, like the in the Animal 80s, you know, shit, shit like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yo, all those, you know, like fucking uh, Breakfast Clubs and fucking Fast Times and uh, all this, like the original teen movies, you know what I mean, from the 80s. So, like, it's always been that. And now, it's like these kids hear that, yo, Eminem is like, they they look at him like he's the fucking devil, you know, like. How did he get away with this stuff? He didn't. Like, he, his life was... Yo, I try. Yo, he was... Yo, people don't know... The, the one thing is that I think people don't know about 2000 is how, like, weird censorship was. Like, people don't know that the way they can speak free in content... Like, bro, you couldn't be anywhere saying fucking smoking a joint anywhere no, in 2000. Bro, like, yo, it, it just wasn't allowed. Like, Howard that. Stern was in big trouble being pushed off to the side for being kind of risque in these times. <clears throat> risque wasn't even the word. Howard Stern was fucking... Howard Stern had girls squirting on TV in, in 19 fucking 94. Yes. You know what I mean? Howard Stern had fucking Jenna Jameson sucking the kielbasa off, you know, like, before this was a thing. There was no, like, this was, like, Howard was, Stern was... But he was still put into a corner where he was allowed to do that, kind of, and still had to deal with, like, he, he had, like, real though, shits. Was, yo, he was, that's why he was shock jock Howard Stern, you know what I mean? But it wasn't, like... But, like, what I'm trying to different. say is, like, most people... Tupac had to deal with so much of this shit. do like, this shit. Tupac went to war with them. He went to war with C. Dolores Tuckett and fucking... He tells them all so off of, like, plenty of motherfucker. Exactly, you know about this shit. Like, it's like, not, like who the fuck is Dolores Tucker? And forever, that's all I can think of is that Dolores Tucker is a motherfucker. Like forever, that's all I'm ever gonna think about this woman's name because that's how I learned and, her name. But did you see like how like yeah I did. She was on a rampage. Like the shit she used to say about him and Snoop and like everybody else. Like wasn't she the one people, that like, pushed what? the explicit lyrical content shit? Yeah, that's the one who got the fucking stickers on the CDs and shit. You know what I mean? Um, Which now is like a yeah. badge. It's like if your shit doesn't have that, what kind of rapper are you? <laughs> you, know, I, I'm, you know, I tend to try to, like, I, I've noticed that I don't even have to put that or anything else on artwork anymore. No. Like literally nothing. Well, it's because the stores do it for you, right? Like there's a checkbox for it that like marks everything yeah, is explicit. Exactly. But I so bet you, you would have to do it on art. physicals. Like, I'm pretty sure you would have to do it with physicals because that would be like, yo, it's going to If you're store. barcoding it, yeah. If you're barcoding your shit, 100%. Yeah, but like... Because if they're going to sell it in, if they're going to sell it on a market, like, yeah, you have 
kind of have no choice in that sense. But, but like, otherwise, now nah, you don't even have it. Like, come to think of it, I haven't actually put that barcode, but I have it on my my first project. I think we put it like we have it on the first couple because like in the head, mm -hmm. yo, maybe we're gonna sell it on discs until it turned out I've never sold a disc in my life because I never printed a disc to sell. It's uh the last the last disc. That I printed, well, I didn't even print it, but like, yeah, um, was the Eight Mob album, mm. and that was fuck. When did we drop Eight Mob's 2015. album? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. We watched the music video today. <laughs> there you go. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying so. The, yeah, Eight Mob's album was the last printed, actual physical copies. Plus, I was working with your man with Justice when that came. Yeah. That's true, right? You were working with Justice back then. This guy's living the fucking Vita Loca. I just seen his shit on Instagram. This guy's like on the beach yeah, in I, what looks like fucking paradise. It's because um, the thing is, it's really amazing about what he did is how replicatable it is. Him and I have a very similar grind on how we took on the white collar world because neither of us is formal. I can't say that I have his background, but. As far as resumes go, I don't have the credentials that other people. I never went to school like that, you know? So okay. you, there yeah. are just all these fields where you just learn shit. And then, like, you walk into a company and you're like, yo, my name's Travis Bryant. Look at my teddy, bear, teddy bears and pop stars universe. Now, you obviously oh. don't want this, but what if we make this grandma appropriate? And now all of a sudden you hustle in your services as a marketing specialist to corporations for thousands of dollars. Like I have a homegirl who pulled like pulls like twenty five hundred a month on the side. Granted, that money goes out. You're paying people to do things for you, but she still pulls right. twenty five hundred a month just to give companies services like I'll write your blogs, I'll make your this, and then you are the middleman no, and you kind That's what people that's the thing, people. Yo, people are thinking outside the box these days. You don't have to have this conventional fucking way of making money. And like, yo, my mom's, yo, this is one. Like, my mom's forever. Like, yo, I could be sixty, and I could be on stage at the fucking Grammys, and she will still tell me to get a job. I probably spent three times the amount of money that. I mean, I don't even want to throw numbers out there, but, like, I could have bought a fucking house probably in cash money with the amount of money I spent last year. A person who does that does not require a conventional way of work, especially with my background, my look, and everything that's... Like just yo, I can't. Chris Chrome shows up. Anything. He's just like Travis talking about money. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What up, Chris? Um, like I just you know like I don't have to go out there and do that. Like I can't deal with fucking sitting in a place with people all day. I you know don't really mm. for the most part like a lot of people get a lot. like it's not my vibe, bro. Like there's not I I, I gain nothing from that. I gain as little from that world as I did from fucking high school, which I dropped out of. I found school was very not good, but I got to admit work has been really useful, not for like money, but um, 
I don't know. Learning tools, anything that you can get. From yeah, it is, like, but for like me, the, I'm uh, from let's it. say the executive production side of my life, really, it's just project management, right? So like, yeah, I get to practice on established brands. I can't ever talk about it in this world because of contracts. Yeah. But like, let's say it's, yeah, it's non-disclosure, bro. I you get know? to like, practice in real time some of the shit people hypothet like are hypothetical about. Only this is like a company, so like we have a team and there is things in motion. So like I know yeah, yeah. I get to practice what the page one Google people talk about and then see how full of shit they are. <laughs> that's the I guess that's what because yo, here's the thing. I've been at a company for eleven and a half years or something like that. A lot of people don't know what it is to be a person that worked at a company a long time. Obviously I like my job. I worked there a long time, but yeah. I'm not a millionaire. Um, and I don't think that because it's a publicly traded company, yeah, but to even then, it's like, just... it's like, you need assets and shit to become a millionaire. You're not getting that off of work. Oh, for sure, bro. Like you... Yeah. 100%. And that's why I started buying a whole bunch of just, you know, people think that like, um, these things that I buy are just. Yo, I tried to explain to somebody that I have a fucking picture with a certificate of fucking Kylie Jenner that's worth $1,400. Yeah, people don't understand. That's an <laughs> asset. I could bring that to a fucking bank because of the certificate. It's numbered and da-da-da. It's like an NFT, basically. Yeah. Before NFTs. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's what NFTs were emulating was this system of authentication. It's basically like with the Pokemon yeah, cards with Logan Paul and that group of people, even though they fucked up. Pokemon cards, yo, but... I heard this fool fucking bought all these fake cards. Or it wasn't, yo, it's not on him though. It's actually on this certification board. So that he brought the certification okay. board in and they said it's a legit box of Pokemon cards. They they confirmed it. So it's like if you went to the confirmation people and they're like, it's legit and then it's a scam, it's not on you. It's on somebody else at that point. Like You're not right. an idiot, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, However, yeah, for, like, whoever the fuck authenticated it is an idiot. And now they don't authenticate Pokemon cards anymore because they don't know how it happened. And I'm like, wow, that's big. Dude, so he lost all, three and a half million. Pokemon? Damn. I mean, that's a three and a half million dollar score. That's crazy. Off of that's Pokemon crazy. cards. Yo, I've been in the wrong business, bro. I came up, I came up too, I came up too, like, too late. Pokemon was like, man, that was the younger generation. That was my shit. So I know nothing about fucking Pokemon. Yeah, I know nothing about Pokemon. I watch you know what? So people like, if y'all want to understand like, the NFT like, market, and all these, like I don't know this shit. So this check it. People like play Pokemon, and you can think about Pokemon from a cultural perspective, like and like your NFT squad. There's all these different identities and characteristics. So you have all these different Pokemon that do different things. You collect them. You build your own custom team. So it's like if you bought a bunch of NFTs to personalize yourself. And it's a bunch of 12-year-olds fighting with digital monsters that evolve. So it's a little different. But ultimately, it's not. It's just like you would find your favorite Pokemon out of this batch of Pokemon. And they would become almost like a way to express yourself. Like, yo, I love Gengar. And then there's the people who love Gengar. And then you would pick your... I know you don't know what that means. It's a Pokemon. I don't. But like, I think, yeah, I get the fucking point. You know what I mean? It's like... So, yeah, in that frame of yeah, mind, well, NFTs make more sense. Because people have been using avatars and weird animal shit to represent themselves since I'm 10. For a long time, yeah, for a long time, you know what I mean? Like, yo, for example, the fucking, the, the wolf gang that I copped, like, yo, 
I, honestly, I think dude looks like me. You know what I mean? there go. He's got the money in the rag and shit. He's got the fucking Letterman jacket on. Look, yo, he's a motherfucking. He's um, it's my profile on yeah, on no, IG I'm and, to, and Twitter. Like, so. It's kind of small. Y'all have to like zoom in a bit. Hold on, can I zoom in for y'all? I have it covering your face. There, that's it. You can see him. That's his Wolfgang guy. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we did. If you check it on Twitter, like you'll see this, like big. Ah, uh, fair. I went on your Insta, but either way, everybody saw your Wolfgang. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 my that's my new addition. That's my what I consider to be like. Even though I have a bunch of them, like I have a bunch of Ninja FTs and shit like that. I was like consciously making the decision last night, like which, where am I gonna start that fucking journey? Like it's not gonna just strictly stay all Wolfgangs, obviously. You know what I mean? Like you get a whole bunch of different shit. But that's where I was gonna. I needed to pick one. Like, where so am, I, am I gonna get a humanoid? Am I gonna get a this, that, that? You but know it's what I like mean? People think this shit's gonna just be nothing until all of a sudden this metaverse is like real. What I mean by real, I mean like y'all have an Oculus oh, in your crib. Real. It's already real, bro. Like, like I didn't even know what the fuck this was when you and Dada were talking about this shit. Like I'm like, what? And then Yo, Dada is on another level. One day I'm on Twitter. Bro, this guy is definitely on another level with that. Yo, he's like, they're like talking shit, like turning NFTs into basically digital vinyls and shit. And I'm like, what in the fuck are bro, you going on about bro. here? I got uh, white papers for it. When they bringing out white papers, y'all know it's that real shit. Nobody says white paper without stats and data. <laughs> oh yeah, like, yo, know, Dada got the first ever humanoid yesterday the first ever one i don't know what that means okay a humanoid is a type of nft it's like you know his you know that yellow guy in his fucking profile sure humanoid the humanoids are 10 it's like 10k nfts like 10 different 10k different fucking and they're all based off the same like the apes you know what i mean all different all different fucking versions of that. Kind of like what I'm going to do with Teddy's After Dark. All the bears are going to be based off oh the same God. bear. Because y'all don't know where this is going. Because this is where this is going. NFTs are like in a world that's completely digital that understands how copyright works. You won't be able to use that avatar. You won't be able to just upload the avatar that is your whatever it is. But you'd probably be able to walk around in worlds as that avatar. That's insane, bro. <laughs> but then you got to think about it. Everyone acts like you can just download the JPEG in the real world. You can. But can you download the JPEG and put it on your house in the NFT world of metaverses? No, you can't because they have certification built in and they can track that the shit. Property, yeah. there's a, there's, so like all of a sudden that is on your wallet, bro. Like, that, that's what happened with the with the fake <clears throat> um, with the fake apes this week. There's one that was like super expensive fucking ape that got stolen and two people are claiming it it's in two different wallets right now and it's that's fucked there's like a big thing going on so like i think it's open sea froze the fucking the nft because it's worth a shit load of money bro like mill mills you know what i mean i'm seeing some of these prices dude like not even understanding how people like i saw this dude went from he's like yo Six months ago, I was fucking homeless. I was like, okay, and now where you at? He's like, I have $14 million in my bank account. And that is a fact. I've seen several people go from that to that. 
within three months of understanding this NFT shit. I'm not saying to quit your job and nah, go do this. But, but let's say you have time on your hands. There's actual plays to be made. Now, here's the thing. People see oh, the crypto boring. scams and that side of it. That's all boring. NFT, and then on top of that, there is real practical value. People act like people don't waste crazy amount of money on skins in video games. And now you're going to think yeah. about your avatar. You're in alt space VR. You're in Facebook Horizon. You're in all these future social clubs that don't exist yet, but you're going to be there because you want to hang out with your friend in Australia or whatever. So y'all figure out a way to yeah. link up in this place. And then when you're in these social settings, you're going to see a person walk by with one of these million dollar outfits. And you're going to be like, Eminem just paid 500K for a fucking, a dude made one of those, uh, yeah, the the humanoids actually. Oh no, the apes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he made an ape that looked like M, and he kept on tagging him on Twitter and shit. M copped it for like five hundred k, bro, and that's his avatar now. That's the thing. It's like people can do all this shit, and then everyone's gonna act like nobody's gonna care until all of a sudden the social cues make it cool. Like, look at Supreme. Supreme has no value other than the fact that people gave it value, and therefore it has value. Yeah, for sure, it's cash. It's trash. And now it's like, yo, it sells their draws sell for like 300 bucks, bro. So like, why, like, and people just don't see where this metaverse is going. Now, personally, I haven't fucked with NFTs because I haven't, you know, like put time into it mostly because it's just one of those things I don't have the energy for with everything else I'm doing. Uh, it took me, it took me 10. Yeah. I think I, I think the actual sale time was like 745 this morning. After like ten hours of me looking and flipping through them shits, but like, like making a cartridge, like I said, like it was like super. Like, okay, am I gonna go with this brand, this one, this one, this one, this? One? And yo, when it came down to it, I was like, I looked at the whole collection. And I was like, yeah, this is fire. I think the whole wolf thing, fuck, I fuck with it. And like the way they made them, like, yeah, there's one that I'm probably gonna get, like. Yeah, so say I, I word. That's exactly what this fucking guy's doing. So I got a brave bunny. You got who? A brave bunny. Okay, okay. This is from Janindra right, okay. from uh, Royalties Clothing. He's he's dropping NFTs and shit. So he sent me a, a, a gift package. It hasn't opened yet. The other two, like I don't know how this works really. I just have a box that look no, at. Yeah, you definitely open that because you might. No, it's have, not like, ready yo. yet. He said it says it's coming soon still. So he oh, still okay. got it. So that means there's gonna be there's a reveal and shit like that. And, and then, then, so then you find out what you're getting then at that point. And then point, at that you know point, I, mean? I get this thing. So technically, I have a brave bunny, and I can go do NFT shit because he gave it to me, and then I can sell it if I want. Is what I, I really understand. <clears throat> but the thing is, is his I, sold. He sold one, and it was like, it was. I'm not like a crazy number, but it's like an ounce of weed kind of number. And I thought about yo, life differently bro. when I said, "Wow, that's an ounce of weed." Just cause, just cause, he said, "Who has a MetaMask wallet?" And I said, "I have a MetaMask wallet." That whole conversation, and now I got a digital asset that could be. Now I don't fully understand the full potential of this world. Now I also do not believe rappers are just going to instantly sell fucking NFTs because they're going to get hot all of a sudden. You kind of have to be hot. Rappers have been selling. Yo, rappers are some of the biggest ones. Biggest right now. rappers, but big rappers flipping NFTs. I'm saying sh Joe Blow in the corner. Oh. He ain't going to flip an yeah, NFT. Yeah, no, no. I mean, unless they're really into that like type of shit, like whatever. Like me, I the way the way all this shit came about was man 
being on Twitter and like, that's what I get from Twitter because I don't really have fucking interaction on there whatsoever. But yo, this, I I learn shit somehow. Like trends happen on Twitter. Trends happen big time on Twitter. So all of a sudden, my fucking my Twitter's like flooded with this shit. So I start seeing this, and I'm like, then I start seeing Dada talk about it more and more and more and more, and I'm like, yeah, Yo, you know what? This this is really where the fucking world is going at. Like. Everything seems to be revolving around that. So I started doing what I was doing. And like, I'm like, yo, I don't want to be the dude that's sitting there kicking myself in the ass in six years because I didn't jump on before. Like right now, people that are getting involved in this shit right now, this is the beginning of it. This is the beginning of of, of that world. So I'm I'm in from the from the get. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, they were doing this like three years ago, but like super small, small, like developing all this shit to become where it's at now, you know what I mean? To where it's going to go. You know what I'm saying? So like, this is the beginning of it. And I didn't want to be the dude that's like, the fuck am I? Yo, I could have had 300 million in my bank account and and I didn't do it for what reason? Like, I've, I've, I've done that too many times in life with shit. You know what I mean? So like, I wasn't going to have that. Yeah. So all within like a half an hour, I'm like, okay. I Googled fucking NFT. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, I got to make a logo right the fuck now. So I made the fucking Teddy's After Dark crypto logo with the bear and shit. And because I wanted to base, keep everything like within my brand, I went with the Teddy's After Dark. So I hit Dada and I'm like, yo, I opened the MetaMask. I did, this. I did all the, the little basic shit like that. The MetaMask, the fucking blah, 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 the logo. And I, I hit him. I'm like, yo, what do you, you know, like, what do you really think about this shit, you know? And it was after hearing, like, hearing him tell me that, yo, that shit was gold. And adding to, like, he gave me, like, really good ideas. You know what I mean? Like he he solidified what the fuck I was thinking. I just like opened up a whole lane for it. You know what I mean? So it's like, and and I didn't get what the fuck he. Remember, I was trying to explain this shit to you, and I was like, dude, I don't know. You gotta read what the fuck he said. But now, now that I know, like now that I've been doing this for a few weeks or whatever the fuck like that, like, and I copped thing. Like, now I know what he was talking about with the 10K different fucking this and that. And so now I'm like, okay, this is what he was trying to tell me. So basically, like, you're going to create, you create limited runs of 10K of a deviation of a particular avatar thing, 10K version. 10K different, like, from, yeah, it's going to be the bear, you know, the teddy bear. And it's like... And they inherently, each of these things um, looks kind of just like a simple avatar. But like, yo, do y'all remember um, one of them Nintendo things? Maybe it's the Switch. I don't fucking remember. They had those little action figure things. And you could take the action figure thing and you could touch it to your console and it would like import shit into your game that you couldn't get otherwise. NFTs to me are going to be like that in the metaverse. It's going to be like stamps. The way I was looking at it. Is he, when he was explaining to me the te- like 10K NFTs based on different traits and rarities, right? So when I caught this shit last night, you know, I'm looking into properties. And it's like, okay, yo, 3% of them have this. 
like it it gives you like what you know like let's say what dudes got on them right okay so three percent of them have a letterman jacket um two percent of them have a fucking toothpick in their mouth um these six percent of them got headphones um you know what i mean so all these different properties so that's what makes it rare within them is the fucking different shit that you put on them how you build that particular nfc and that's what makes it rare so they tapped into the shit that magic the gathering been playing on for like 30 years basically bro but yo how like how can people not of course there's gonna be people like that like bro who the fuck else is developing shit like that people that People that care about Steam achievements. It's the people who care about achievements in video games that are developing this. Let's be fucking real. It's the people that were (laughs) fucking playing Dungeons and Dragons and Zeldas and Zing Zing and showing up to Harry Potter parties. Like, oh, that's who's doing this. You probably got hella late at a Harry Potter party. What? You probably got hella late at a Harry Potter party, all things considered. I've never been to a Harry Potter party, but I would love to go to one with Dua Lipa. Because apparently she does that. And all these people fucking do that shit. I've seen this as the actual thing. Yep. Harry Potter parties. Yo, people be obsessed with it. I didn't even know this was a thing until I saw some shit of her being at one. My theory is because girls loved it. So because girls loved it, guys loved it. Hey. (laughs) Yo. Oh, man. I don't even want to go there. But I just heard somebody... Somebody very close to me told me some funny shit last night about somebody we commonly know um, and their dorkiness level taking it to another next level. Mm. I'll tell you about it later, but yeah. Yeah, it's not a Real good on camera. Spazzed out dork on some Harry Potter shit. Well, the thing is, man, that would get you so many cool points in certain communities, man. Like, it's weird. You know what? That's I, Teddy's at the dark. The animated video. That's another animated video that's coming. A uh, different person making it, but um, that I really can't wait to see. Even what I gave him a list of three hundred things, and I'm like, this. And he read the list and he was like, "Holy fuck! There's some cool shit in this list." Yeah, and I mean, like that was his first. He's like, "Wow, this is these are some crazy ideas." Right. But it's just like really random shit. Like, like I said, you know, like everything I've always spoken about. Yeah, you, when you it comes definitely to that. But brought that one. Harry Potter, like the song itself, the actual song, the record. Like, there's a break in the song where, where you know, everything stops and it's like, and I'm just like vibes, and then the beat comes back in and like drops it and it's back to the hook. Teddy's after dark. It is like, yo, but that part of the video is specifically designed for it to be the little wizard from Harry from Harry Potter, the beat in the costume. So that universe, it's the producer who made the beat in a Harry Potter costume going like this, vibes. You know what I mean? And you see that. So yeah, it's like, it, it somehow all came into play somehow. I had to bring it in there because I'm like, too many people relate to this shit without, like, I don't fucking know a damn thing about no damn you know Harry what, Potter. Dude, but if you read the Harry I Potter books, people... you would probably like them. That's the truth of mm-hmm. it. They're really fun. I don't know how else to put it. They're a fun read. They're just fun. I don't think so. 
not me. But I never Lord of Rings. And, no, it's nothing like Lord and, of the and Rings. And Harry Potter. And like, I'm not really into like. Nah, they're like apples and oranges, man. No, you can't even really. compare these two. Really? Like Harry See, Potter know, ends up having. Is, Harry Potter is more like a soap opera. And Lord of the Rings is more like a geeky shit. Okay. But Harry Potter is kind of more like a soap opera with wizards and teenagers and shit. It's more like a teenage... Like, the Euphoria show is probably more akin to fucking Harry Potter than not in terms of style of what you're getting into it for. Like, you want to watch the drama, the relationships unfold. Yeah, no, Harry like, Potter is a lot like more... A soap opera? T- you know, by the end and... of it, they smash in Loki and shit. Like, it's it's not like, like Harry Potter's dating this one. Like, it's more about that than it is about anything else by the end. Then they go on this big ass adventure and have a weird ass struggle point, and I didn't really like the last book, but like, it's like yeah, it's like being in high school. It's just like a teen drama more than anything else. So it's actually like fun. I don't know how else to put it. Like maybe you wouldn't necessarily love it. I, but you know what? It's the fucking crazy part is I had two Harry Potter DVDs here, brand new. Like in the fucking rapping or whatever the fuck, and like I, yeah, I just gave them to somebody like two weeks ago without ever watching them. Yeah, movies just trash to me, but the books was something else because the books was like uh, to be fair, like yo, I was in elementary school. These Harry Potter books show up, bro. We get pulled in. They have a whole presentation for it, and then yo, they was they was ghost. Like you had to wait. Until and then it would come yeah, back in. Like, next man's rented yeah, it out. Releases were like Jordans, bro. Those fucking releases were like Jordans. I remember this, and I wasn't even like I was much then, older. I was like fucking you know, up. You would like go to the libraries and hit up on waiting list, and four months later they'd call you, and you finally get to read it, and you cop that it's shit crazy, before this, bro. Right? And the thing was, really it was pretty banging. I really enjoyed it. It was really good times. Like it lived up. Like it wasn't like the times when it's shit. It's like when it lives up to it. And, I mean, granted, you had to like reading, but, like, this was the fun kind of reading. This was, like, the, the, the sugar. This wasn't the deep shit. So, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, But the thing is, is I don't give a fuck about Harry Potter like that. <laughs> like, I'm not really into the, like, I'm not into it like that. Harry fucking pothead. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna call you from that one. Harry pothead, dog. Hey. Well, it'll probably work. I mean, I want to get memeified, so people turn me into memes that would make me very happy. Chris is trying to work with this picture he finds hilarious, so I'm playing yeah, along. Because, like, let's make memes. You want me to? I can meme the shit out of you, boy. I can, meme, I can meme you definitely. I was thinking about it, like, people make memes about shit, and then that shit spreads. So, you know, like, if I'm on Know Your Meme, because I become a meme... Then people yeah. are gonna go back to my Spotify. Yo, interesting fucking fact. You know that fucking Thug Life cat? Yes. That was my cat. What? Yeah, that was my cat. And that actual picture of Thug Life was a cat, a, a picture of my cat that my mom's had in her office, and her coworkers, like, cause yo, the cat's name was Tupac. Like, I used to call him Tupac. Like the yellowish one? Roommate... No. The gray one. Oh, okay, yes, you're right. Now I'm picturing it. Yeah. And then the little glasses would come down on it. Well, that was, that was way later. Right, right, right. They, they, they took that thing and went with it, like... I don't even know who made him famous like that. Like, I don't even know how this happened. But, like, that picture... Like, the cat's name was Tupac, so... 
my moms would be at work and like she had the fucking picture of the cat or whatever and like oh the kitty cat was this the cat's name's fucking tupac so they played a joke on her and put the thug life shit on on the cat's fucking hat like the, they put the beanie on fucking on the cat on Pac. so from that picture that shit be, like one day i was just on and this is like fucking 10 years later mind you like there was none of this meme shit. None, like, none of this existed. And then one day it was like the Thug Life cat. I was like, that's my fucking cat. The fuck? But yeah, that's true story. That's wild. I mean, your cat got famous. Yeah. But yeah, I look at it yeah, like... Real talk. Like, I don't even know how. But like, I'd rather like... Like, like, I don't want to necessarily be just like a meme, but I feel like parts of my personality are memes and... If I get famous, they're going to meme me yeah. anyway. So I, let's get I, on that. <laughs> like if I learned anything from memes is that fucking bad baby became fucking a multi fucking millionaire with I don't, like five different companies, TV shows and deals and magazines and every fucking thing else in the world. You see, you're saying bad baby made a bunch of money. And then two years later, what happened? He has a whole brand because of fucking that meme. Yeah. And I mean... That's the whole brand. Like that she stepped into it, though. And because of that. And a lot of people don't step into memes, or they don't care. They don't capitalize. I don't think a lot of the early meme people knew to do it. Yeah, she went to rehab, came home. Like, yo, you know you're a meme, right? Just, what the fuck is a meme? It's like, look at this. Cash me outside. Like, us, the rest of the fucking world, we're sitting there for like six months sharing this bullshit before she even knew it was a thing. That's wild to think about because I guess she went to Dr. Phil cause, or whoever it was, Oz or whichever one because it was yeah. like... Um, Dr. Phil because, yo, apparently it was some, some bullshit like she couldn't afford rehab, like her moms can't afford rehab so she took her to Dr. Phil instead. Because Dr. Phil... And that's how, she got, that's how she got rehab. That's wild. He sent her to rehab. Yeah. Because Dr. Phil's going to pay so, you to be on the show too still so it's not even just rehab. You get paid to be there. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, these, these damn fucking, yeah. But like, he put her up in a. He put her up in like She's like, things. as you do, so something you do. Can't afford rehab. You go on Doctor Phil. Like, it's the move, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, hey, dude, I wanted like, I was supposed to be on Jerry Springer. That was something we were consciously like, yo. Let's fucking go to Jerry Springer and talk a whole bunch of shit. And I'm going to freestyle and we're going to pretend that you cheated on me with this. And we, like, we set this up. We got the callback and everything for like, it was going to be the first episode of the last season of Jerry Springer. And then? And they called me back like within six hours. Like, yeah, definitely. You're on. We're going to pay for your fucking flight. We'll pay for your liquor. We'll pay for your food. We'll pay for your hotel, cigarettes, everything, all the good stuff. And uh, just come on there and uh, do your thing. So, uh, but at the time, I was right about to go. Like, I, I couldn't leave the country. Especially, the, I mean, I, at that point, I could have. But I couldn't get the judge to sign off of it, sign off on it, like, fast enough for me to get there. It was, like, within three days. And it was, like, a Friday when they called me back. And I had to be there for, like, Monday or Tuesday or whatever right. to shoot. <clears throat> So I didn't end up doing the episode. That really pissed me off because I fucking watched Jerry Springer my whole life. And I was like, yo, this is fucking... 
I got to be on this fucking show. They don't. Like, make, I got to go. They don't make quality content like the Jerry Springer they show do, anymore. They do not. Like, the oh. old Jerry Springer show, man, when I was a kid, I, like, I'm talking really young, like, child. Like, this shit used to play at, like, three in the morning. And it was some some hard-ass shit. Wasn't they, like, this all was out not titties the, and shit? It wasn't the same. What? Wasn't they, like, all out titties and shit? Okay, that's why later. Yeah, a lot of the sex shit. Then they started really writing the way the shows have. Okay, this is going to be every fight scene, every... Like, you know what I mean? It became... Off of what actually used to happen on the show back then, like the first five, six seasons of that shit. Yo, you got to understand, Jerry Springer was the longest running team. Outdid Oprah. <laughs> it was like 32 years or some shit like that. The only other show in the fucking world that's lasted longer is The Simpsons. Mm. So, so um, out of coordination street. but the first, the beginning of Jerry Springer and the beginning of Oprah, the trash talk era of fucking TV, bro. Ricky Lake, Jerry Springer, all that shit. Oprah, yo, these were fucking crazy shows. Like, yo, he had the KKK facing off the Black Panthers. Like, real shit. Like, used to go down on these shows. Big time fucking craziness. That's what I used to watch as a kid. And then. Then it became the circus that it became, you know what I mean? And then they made the ringmaster yeah, so movie. So, like, in shit. a sense, Jerry Springer had political observational value at a certain Jerry point. Springer, Jerry Springer was the mayor of Cincinnati. Jerry Springer was the weatherman. He's now a judge. He was a lawyer. He's Jerry Springer is the most accomplished man in the fucking world, and nobody knows it because of his damn show. But he has he's had every job hat in the world. So he'd be like sitting there doing all kinds of corporate shit and then show up at night and be like, let's get rowdy. Oh, it was yo, it was rowdy. People, yo, people were like killing like the audience would like, yo, picture the Black Panthers and the KKK facing off in a studio in a fucking in a little studio in Chicago. Like you know what I mean? full like, on bro. Oh bro, it was fucking it was insanity. Like those shows back then were if you like, I'm pretty sure that you can get those, you know, online yeah, and something's shit. Something's got to exist Go research somewhere. the first, the beginning of Jerry Springer, like the first five, six seasons, seven seasons even. Like, yo, when I was a kid, that shit was ruthless. Like, hardcore television. Like, it, it made you want to, at eight years old, seven years old, whatever the fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm sneaking fucking into the living room at three in the morning and I'm going to watch Jerry Springer. And that's what the fuck I used to do. Like, it was a big thing. And I had, like, older cousins that used to watch it and shit. Like, it was like, yo, Jerry Springer. And they'd be talking about it. I was like, what the fuck is Jerry Springer? Like, yo, that shit was hard. You know what I mean? I but, like, yeah, I it was definitely the end Maury. of it. Wasn't a daytime. Yo, see, Maury, Maury ain't got shit on no I Jerry. Mean, Maury, Maury, was, Maury, was, Maury was good. Okay, like he wasn't no Jerry At the beginning Springer. Of Maury. Like the early Maury. The beginning of Maury. Like shit when they would cure phobias and do other cool shit and like Yeah, but you see like that's it. Like he'd have like, yo, there'd be like a month a month of Maury, let's say, and there's like three episodes where they're like, face your fears. And then, you know, twenty seven episodes of Who's the Baby Father. That's what it became. You know what I mean? But back in the day it was more versatile. That's it. For sure, that's it, because then it turned just out. like Jerry Springer, they saw what they saw where the fucking ratings were, and uh, yo Springer was too hardcore for them to keep it like that. Like yeah. people were gonna die, you know what I mean? 
But Maury, that's not really the case. Well, Maury, like, it's like, oh, moms want to watch fucking baby daddy tests all day, yeah, yeah, every day. Is yeah. he the father? And, and Did he cheat? And then, that's what I'm saying. if you or your and spouse like has been a like, victim hey, of blah blah blah, blah 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 blah, contact the Maury Show. Da 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 da. da. We'll pay you for that's your it, story. <laughs> that's it, yo. Contact Jerry Springer. You know what I mean? Bonnie says then, she would uh, we... sneak down and watch Tom Green. Oh fuck yo, that show yo, that show was wild too. This fool was another <laughs> yo. When that movie came out, like the movie ain't have shit on his show. His show was hard too. That was another like man. These old shows were fucking crazy. The shit that that's what I'm saying. Yo, these kids like try to fucking play Tom Green's fucking show, the Tom Green show for kids now. They think dudes what dude where's my fucking cars bad? <laughs> Oh, bro, stop this! Nah. Stop! You don't you don't want none of that world. You don't understand '90s programming. <laughs> you don't. Nah, '90s programming is pretty wild. A lot of this shit is is wild. Like it's not even, even like the yeah. tame shit. It's like low key, like yo, that's not. It's not good. Like, I'm not judging it. It was the times per se, but some of the. T- it makes me question when people talk about the classics. So, like, you know, like how people talk about the classic literature and they like get stuck on some shit. I'm like, yo, if the '90s yeah. was so trash, what if the classics was also trash? Not to say that it is, but I feel like people put like way too much stock in the past. The yeah, the '90s, the '90s was fucking. The '90s was where it's at. Like, I mean, like, look, the end of the '80s, the and up to about. I mean, yo, I, I enjoyed all the 90s thoroughly. I can't even lie. Like, every part of it was was dope. <laughs> Everything. The clo- like, the clothing, the fucking, the neons everywhere, the fucking, like, everything from fucking MC Hammer, fa- like, yo, okay, yeah, those fat pants had to go. But, uh, like, everything from, like, 91 to, like, 99, I can pick all kinds of shit. Dude, like, there wasn't. Yo, the early Simpsons and the early, like, and Married with Children, period, the whole damn fucking TV show, 11 seasons worth, would never survive. Never. Like, it was crazy and taboo to have Man, that shit on in the night. I'd be watching shit like, on Netflix that parallels some of the themes of the early Simpsons, to be honest. Although, maybe not the strangling of Bart. The strangling of Bart might not have flown today. That might have got this. On, on what side? Yo, yeah, I was saying like at first I was like, yo, there'd be some shit on Netflix, and then I thought about how Homer would just like l- like flat out strangle Bart on camera in front of everybody. Yeah, strangle Bart, <laughs> and like yo, that's all it was, bro. Like I had a I had a fucking Simpsons birthday party when I was six. I was on the Simpsons before yo when I was Simpsons came out in like what eighty eight I think was their first season same same time as Married with Children, and I was on those two shows so young. My mother hated me for it, like. I had the whole goddamn neighborhood like on this don't have a cow fucking I, like I had that t-shirt when I was six. Like nobody, nobody had that shit. Like Simpsons was like, you can't watch this. And like, I was watching it. Like, but I, I defied a lot of, I defied a lot of things. Like I also was watching fucking New Jack City at like eight years old. So, you know, sneaking off. Has Yo, its, my uh, dad was just like showing me all that shit when I was 10. A little bit older, my dad was like, "Here, we're gonna get you culture. Let's hit the action section of the movie store." And I was watching all kinds of shit. And oh yeah, uh, the only rule was cover your eyes at the titties. 
Uh, yo, I remember, I remember, like, I used to, <clears throat> my grandfather used to, like, um, he, he, he used to love, he, he loved movies, you know what I mean? So he would have a lot of movies. So basically any movie that would come out back in the day, um, my whole family would bring him movies and shit, like my cousins, this and that, anything that would come out. And he would, and he had two VCRs. So every movie that came out, like he recorded it, you know, like he would have his bootleg of it, right? So I used to go there and I'd be like, oh shit, like early fucking 90s action movies and like shit like New Jack City, Men's Society, all this shit came out. And I, like, from the get, like, obsessed with shit like that. So, like, I remember I remember watching Menace to Society with my partner. And he's like, if they kill one more person, we're not watching this shit no more. I'm like, <laughs> like, this is me at, like, eight. Like, yeah, sure we're not. Watch Menace to Society. Watch him get smoked. He's about to die for a, for a cheeseburger. He's about to take his cheeseburger off the crackhead. So, you know what I mean? Like, yo, those things, like, all those shows that I used to watch back then, bro, is like, oof. The content on Married with Children, yo, this is heavy for, for a kid to watch. Like, it's a lot of tits and ass and, and fucking, and fuckery. Because, like, yo, she's a, a bum-ass wife, and he's a bum-ass pops. And that was basically the whole essence of Fox Network was The Simpsons, Buried with Children, like bomb-ass, regular, average Joe American families. One was cartoon and one was fucking human. And like the shit that they used to do, like the first, like everything they said on fucking on The Simpsons in the first 10 seasons, dude, you can't say that shit. None of that shit now. It's fucking insane. Like, and if they think that, like, like, yo, the other day on IG, like, Billboard or some shit, had some thing about uh, Demi Lovato doing some, I don't know what. Oh, they they have just shown off their new piercing. Say, who, who's, who's they? And, and then, and then I kept reading <laughs> And like they're and I'm like so I dropped a comment and my comment was there with like three question marks and three fucking laughy emojis. And uh it got like four hundred likes and oh, yo the whole world fighting under there. Like nobody even addressing me except for the one dude that's like he was like I checked his fucking page and it's like, yo, born in 2005. Like, I'm like, and the dude's comments are like, yeah, would you never learn about pronouns in high school? I'm like, no. Yo, what? I'm like, no, not, not that kind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, and then, yo, to see the fucking, the arguments develop well, under I'm that. I'm not going to lie. Nobody said the word pronoun until this. Nobody ever said this word. This wasn't a word in the no, common diction. Go on your IG right now no, no, and no, go put on the your fucking IG right him. now. Select. I, I put the shit. Select. What? I put the pronoun so, shit. No, like, dude, pronouns? Like, what's your... They, 
every website now will ask you, what's your pronoun? It's because the automated so, emails and shit. It's because the other side is we be sending emails. So they want to know if they should address you as a he, a her, or a they in their templates. Yeah, well, that's, you know what, dude? Like, um, fucking, yo, you know what? That's why they had, Man. you know, Mr., Mrs., Mr., Miss. Here's the thing, though. Okay. I hang out with a whole bunch of people that hide their legal name and go by pseudonyms and want to be addressed by things that are not. It's like, yo, dude. So it's like, bro. I I used to before this. I was yeah. I would select alien, bro, because I don't give a fuck if you, like, yo. I have emails under girls' names, like thousands of them, bro. Like I'm currently on Twitch right now on your thing, like on this Zoom meeting. Yo, the email is a girl's name, bro. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't give a shit about that. Like. it's people take this dumb shit too serious take it really serious especially like yo it's like because you know people take titles hella serious especially like people like phds and stuff who like become doctors and mds and shit like so or professors or whatever and it's like i get it but it's like yo okay yeah the the fucking uh what's it called the um, phd and all that shit like that yeah i understand but i mean i look at it like this I don't give a shit like that ju- much, to ju- be honest. If, like, Demi Lovato wants to be a they... I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I do. It's not even just It's not even just a they. It's the fact that she turned around after that and says, oh, there might be a time where I identify as a fucking trans man. How did you go from being a girl to a there to possibly a time where you identify as a trans man? What the fuck are you on? on a journey. I don't know. I watched this one yeah, YouTuber that broke down I'm, a bunch know, of I'm shit. I'm going on a journey too. I'm going on a journey too, bro. Like me too. I'm 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 a fucking I am the Jordan Six Rings, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a I'm I I don't identify as a broke motherfucker. I am a billionaire. So please address me as one. I mean, it's the same concept, bro. Sort of. It's the same concept. I mean, if you then it's, achieve all of the things that you need to do to become a billionaire, then it's the same concept. Because, like, you know, it's not just, like, you just... It gets a whole thing behind the scenes. Like, is she going to go through all the you? shit that, like, you got to go through to go through that shit? Respect. Bro, she already went through... She did, yo, you're talking about somebody who just had fucking 14 seizures. Like, 14 seizures. This person is not well. She admitted it in her documentary. Like, when she OD'd, she had 14 seizures. And then you see this, and you're like, well, obviously, everybody that's around you is a piece of shit, and they're not helping you. That's and, possible. like, I feel like she might end up dead because of something that's going on. And it's like, nobody's even going to check her on none of it because nobody fucking cares. And Demi Lovato's a product of Hollywood. She went from Barney to Disney to Disney superstar to international superstar singer. I would argue like, that you may have a really valid point that Demi Lovato may be in a situation where certain people are ignoring her cries for help. And it might be a cry for help. It might be super sincere. Yeah. But I believe you. When I think so. It comes down so. to this product. Honestly, thing. I really think so. However, you know, like, I, it's like there is legitimacy to a person going down that that route in their life like look i'm not that so it's mad hard for me to fully empathize with it but i've met enough people i've met trans men before they be like i'm not talking about them at all like this has nothing to do with trans so i guess i'm saying like like, it's not about that if you're concerned i'm just trying to like 
I guess I did. Your concern comes more from Demi Lovato not being okay, and you see this is going off the rails. Like, yo, this has nothing to do with trans or this and that and that and that, you know? Right. Um, it, It's got to do with, like, how can you, how can you, you know, go from this to this? To, and it's like, it's like it's an everyday thing, you know? And then after she said that, she released a fucking vibrator that pleasures what? What does a vibrator do? Um, you know what I'm saying? So if you're going to identify as a man, but you're going to play with a fucking vibrator and sell one as um, as your merchandise, all I you're know backing this? Is that this is some... That's all kinds of fuckery, bro. It's all it's too much fuckery in one in one little bubble. I definitely too know much. that the, like... to the 20-year-olds, all this shit is making sense in a way where it's fuckery here, maybe. I just know that to her audience... That shit make all kinds of sense. I am her audience, bro. How are you going to say that? Other I, parts I of her audience. audience that are 20. Yeah, well, the, dude. The 1995 kid that have, grew up with pronouns in high school version of her audience who arguably is the 1995 kids don't act like that. 1999 kids don't act like that. None of them do. This this, this is strictly to... Like, this person that said that to me that I did I know fucking pronouns was born in 2005. Mm-hmm. That person is that's, how old sorry. Now? That's what I meant to say. The twenty-year-old, he's eighteen, sixteen, whatever. So, Seventeen, some shit like that. So these so kids like, are the Demi Lovato fans that are like on a different wave. Where, I mean, I don't understand it. The same like, like it's like it's been a transition. Um, I just know that I've met enough people over the years that are trans, so I'm like fair. And then I met a lot of people that talk about pronouns and shit. And the younger you go the more they're like, how do you not know this? And I'm like, because nobody talked about it until you guys did. <laughs> now it's a conversation. And it's it's like, I feel like it's an adjustment. I mean, I just put the shit because I'm like, you know what? I don't care that much. Like, for me, it doesn't change anything to say they. You know, these kids, like, dude. Me? I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to buy into it and like roll with it and advocate for it. Like, yo, I got my battles to, to deal with. Feel me? So, um, fucking shit. Yeah. Like I got my battles to deal with and it's like, I gotta, I gotta pick and choose. Like I got other, other people's battles to fight too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, that's one that I'm choosing to, you know, opt out of, I'm going to go, you know, deal with what you got to deal with. I'm not making anybody's life more complicated than it has to be. I'm not fucking adding no, um, no hate to the world or how people is living. Cause don't make a fucking difference to me. Do what you do. Right. But I'm definitely not going to be like bandwagoning the shit and like jumping on there and like having to to roll with it you know it's a, it's, it's a choice it's like yo I got, I got a I got a X amount of shit to deal with that's not in the game plan right I look at it like um yeah it doesn't really affect me so I don't care that's it you know what I mean like but me like personally as as a 
as a fan of the fucking, you know, of her music, well, some of it at least, um, it was like, fucking shit. It was like, it was like, yo, dude, um, do you really want to alienate everybody that's not on that? Like, you know, people got to think of that too. If you want to look at it from one side, you got to look at it from the other side. Their answer to your question is absolutely yes. They probably make more money off of that choice, to be honest. Like, more money. Because the people that are now on your team are tripling down. And it's like, I'm not saying that I would do that. Um, I'm way more neutral. In fact, if I was more polarizing, I'd probably do better. Because then more people would talk about me. And some of them are polarizing characters. Even in the local scene, they they do get... Uh more attention because of the fact that they are polarizing so people talk about them and debate them so i'm not saying polarizing interesting because arguably um you can't be a superstar without polarization meaning you need to have i said i said that that on made bro i literally said that on the song made so Make a movie out of every single minute, like yeah, the Marilyn Monroe line and shit. <laughs> so think about I it like this: said, the yeah. fact that you could have four hundred comments or the hearts or whatever fucking happen on a comment like that on that post on Billboard about her is kind of more proof to the pudding of I think she's making good career choices because people talk about her because trust nobody give a fuck about her until this. I mean, like, in the grand scheme of things. I don't know if you heard that because it froze up again. She's making cool... Like, Demi Lovato's been a superstar since she was five years old, bro. She was on Barney the fucking Dinosaur. I mean, like... Yeah, no, but... Relative to other people, like... International talked about superstars in the world. Like, but I feel like she's... Like, I've never been her demo, but, like... I never also heard people talk about Demi Lovato the way they talk about other ones. She never, to me, been like some of the uh, like the the Arianas or the other names, right? Like she's not in that tier. Of course she is. I mean, one hundred percent. Almost. I could almost be wrong. Every so if I'm wrong, is, internet it is what it is. <laughs> what do you say? So internet, if I'm wrong, I really don't listen to this like that. This is just my anecdotes. No, no, this, you know, this person is broke. Demi Lovato is like Super Bowl Grammys, that big. Yo, there's you can't get bigger than that. Like Ariana Grande, you know, The Weeknd, Adele, Dua Lipa. It's all the same. They're all that caliber of artists. You know what I mean? They, okay. They're huge pop stars. Huge, huge, huge pop stars. She's on Hollywood records, bro. It's not... It's like... There's only certain people that say that. There's only certain people that are like, yeah, I did the Super Bowl halftime show. You know what I mean? Right. There's only a certain group of people that can say that. She's one of them. Fair enough. So, you know, yeah. So it's like, dude, I don't know. Me, like, I'm like, okay, do, do I have to have all this extra shit to listen to your music? No. Am I gonna, am I gonna <laughs> seriously sit there and say, I'm never gonna listen to another fucking Demi Lovato song as long as I live? No. You know, no. Um, but it is what it is. Like I don't hate her for it. That is what it is. But like I said, you know, I got battles to pick, and it's, this definitely ain't one of them. No, nah, it's just a, it's just pop culture as it is now. 
That's it, bro. That's pop culture. Pop culture is a is a motherfucker. I know this, it's all about. I want every last bit of it. But it's all about I polarization. Anything that's gonna yeah, be I, the, anything that's gonna make like parents get mad is probably gonna be some shit that you might do for your career depending on the trajectory you want. I don't want the drama, but uh, maybe she does. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck. Honestly, she used to be one way. But this, you know, this is a person that's going to continuously do things like that um, according to, like, trends and, like, Oh, like, you know, you hear her say, oh, I was an emo, I was an emo lesbian. This is shit that she used to say. And then she got married. And then she was with Fez. And then married another dude. And now she's none of those things. I like how people with, do not use his, like, a, actual name. It's just he's Fez for life. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, exactly. Because like, everybody, you know, nobody knows Wilder fucking Valderrama. If I have said that shit, they'd have been like, who? Fez. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, that's Fez, right? Like, it's like that. That's that's his. That's that's his role. Like, you know, it's like people will always call him Kelso. Ashton Kutcher is Ashton Kutcher, one of the biggest actors out there, and every, to everybody, he's still fucking Kelso. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, you know? he did try real hard to not be Kelso, but it just worked out that people wanted him to be Kelso in other movies. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, okay, you tried real hard to not be Kelso, and then you made Dude, Where's My Car, and My Boss's Daughter, and fucking a whole bunch of movies where all you did was play Kelso. I know, but then he was also trying to do shit like Butterfly Effect and other things to be like, I'm bigger than just being Kelso. This is exactly why I wanted to use the other phone. Mm. Exactly for this reason. That's fair. Stuff happens, right? <clears throat> Yeah, it's all good. I mean, it's just dinging every two seconds for no reason. People are trying to... And you know what? All week, my shit wasn't dinging like that it's, this week. It's because of the world, right? Like, you have to go and through shit. And the minute shit. I like to get on to do this, everybody start calling. Which I suppose uh, means you have a very busy rest of your day. Um, I mean, yo, I'm still in the middle of this move, bro. It's mm. All kinds of... All kinds of shit going on at once, you know? So I'm just trying to, like, get that done because I really got to start developing other things. Like, we got shit to do for the show. Yep. Like, I want to bring that to the table, like, ASAP. But I got to finish, like, four projects, you know? Like, there's obviously Bipolar's got to get made. The material that I started recording for that is actually going to be... um. An EP called X's and OZs. Right. Which is almost done. Because uh, I decided, like, yo, grab those songs and put them... Put, like, X's and... That's what I meant, like, when I was saying it doesn't feel like, obviously, bipolar. I'm like, yo, the content is super... Um, a lot of it's relationshipy And it's literally, like, all songs about pretty much a whole bunch of different exes of mine. They're right. like, and, and they weren't like written with the intent of ending up like that. I was like, yo, dude, did I really write all these damn songs? And like, this is what it is. Shit. Okay. Well, let me, 
And then I thought of that. I was like, yo, this is a good title for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, that I got to finish that. I got to get, I'm starting to put the idea of legend in the making two together. Um, Teddy's after dark is coming. Uh, Teddy bears and pop stars two is coming. The NFTs are coming. The show's coming. And also a offset of my clothing that is going to be, oh, but by the way, yeah. Let me show y'all what, this right here, this belongs to Holden right there, see? That's true. That's the bone right there. I got to come deliver this to you. I was supposed to do that this week, but I was hella, you know what I mean? So y'all should get you one of these teddy bears and pop stars bags and whatnot. Everything's on deck. But yeah, like the new, I'm going to, I don't know, you might have seen a little bit here and there, but it's, uh, I actually have it on, well, had it on, on my Facebook as like, uh, what do you call it, cover photo. And it's that, the whole Kylie Jenner thing. Right. The, I was just sitting there one day and I was like, yo, what do and I just heard, like, in my in my head, I heard the this fucking white girl coming out of Starbucks screaming, oh, my God, Kylie Jenner's my fucking hero! Like, I just heard that in my head, and I'm like, yeah, I got to do something with that. So I made the logo, and I started designing. And the designs are fucking ridiculous, because none of them feature her in any way. Okay. It's just that logo with the fucking writing the way it is. You know what I mean? And it's going to say that every, and it's all these colors are insane. Like I made the bags already and the bags are, are available in three different colors, but like the colors are like, you can't get this like fucking lilac with hot pink one, just one across the, you know, across the bottom of the bag, like all different designs. Like that shit that I showed you the other day. That's one of the designs. Right. And it has nothing to do. I'm wearing a Snow the Product fucking t-shirt in the thing. And you can't even see that it's me. Like, you don't even know what the fuck that is. That's actually me upside down with, like, 17 different filters all over it. Yeah. Doing a whole bit. This NFT, creating NFT shit made me get into this other side of, like, graphic design somehow. <laughs> Send it up there. What are you doing? That's why making some design. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm sharpening the skills with that big time. Like the first things that I actually did with that, like I dropped a few. I don't even know that people know that, but like some of the covers that came out, like American Pie. I did that cover. I did the product of my environment cover. Um, I'm doing another one. I did one, one or two for a few people. And uh, so I'm starting to work on that. But yeah, this 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 whole Kylie Jenner thing, bro, it's gonna, it's crazy because it, it literally has nothing to do with her whatsoever. It's like the idea popped up from some fucking hearing some, oh my God, fucking little white chick. And like, yeah, I gotta run with that, but it can't have anything to fucking do with her. And that's exactly how the fuck it's going to get the attention of those people. Right. Because it's like, well, it's just abstract, right? People like abstract shit. They do. And that's the more, 
the more that I see this NFT shit, the more that I'm like, hmm, this abstract shit is very dope. Like, shapes in shapes on filters on fucking this, throw pictures in there, distort this fucking... Yeah, it's fun to fuck with. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying, like, discovering that part because, like, I didn't really ever think I was going to... I was going to do that, but then I was like, yeah, I just, I needed, I needed a way to drop this. So I'm like, you know what? Fucking learn how to do this shit. So I started learning how to do that shit. And from there, like my designing skills, as far as, as far as, as clothing go is, is getting really dope. I'm, I'm just limited to what I can do at this point, as far as, um, producing the actual clothes that I want them in the, like the quality of clothing that I want for certain parts of the brand. Right. Because like, you know, some of it can be just regular shit, you know what I mean? And then some of it has to be cooler than just regular shit. Like there's gotta be different fabrics involved in it. Um, you know, that takes sewing on this and that you know, it's, it's, it's different than just printing a fucking t-shirt. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm trying to get into that side too with the with the merch and the clothing because i don't just want to be like i don't want to you know just be like somebody who makes music i've done that my whole life and i'm gonna do it for my whole life but i just yo, there's so much other shit that comes along with that world that i want to explore and i'm trying to trying to get it done and yo that's 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 what's up you know what i'm saying like that's really where it's going. My creativity is constantly because I'm so fucking ADHD, so damn bipolar, whatever the fuck people want to label me as that my mind is always like constantly, constantly coming up with shit. It's just a matter of putting it together, executing it properly and releasing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of work to get done. Like I got a lot of music projects coming, a lot of a lot of uh different endeavors. I'm excited about the NFTs. Definitely excited about the Teddy's After Dark NFTs. Super excited to get the show off the ground too. Um I just wanna actually we'll talk about that off camera, but uh yeah. Might have some uh something good as far as that goes. Let's do for, for location and shit. That's fair. Studio wise. You know? Um, so once that's once that's going, Leo, this is gonna be a really fucking busy twenty twenty two. You know what I mean? If it doesn't kill me, nah, it'll be good. It's gonna be explosions of all kinds of cool shit popping. Across the board, it's not even just you. There's a lot of people that have the same kind of desire to do bigger shit and better shit. And if, as long as people yeah. keep running it and everybody's kind of playing their part, next thing you know, our city is the next hot thing for Anglophones across the world. I wish, yo, I wish that we could take, I wish that we could take, you because know, don't get it twisted. People like really think I'm a, like the biggest hater in the world. I'm, I'm not. I'm just realistic. Like I, I don't celebrate trash. I celebrate talent and greatness. You know what I mean? So if you're fucking putting in if you're putting in your hours and you're coming with something dope, you know, I'm the first to celebrate you. You know what I mean? Right. 
Um, I wish that we could take Montreal from from a fucking under 300 market because, like, yo, when I tell people this, they don't understand that, like, there's 300 plus cities that are looked at before Montreal for anything and everything, especially music. Right. 300, 300 markets. Like, yo, this Boise, Idaho comes before Montreal, bro. Understand this. Like, people don't, don't know this shit. They think it's like, yeah, we're going to fucking know. You're not, because they're not even, you're not, we don't even have a fucking radio station. How, we don't have a radio station. However, I do think that the one thing that's different about this era is if we do the mythical work of collaborating and the brands create enough buzz, we could effectively create an yeah. internet version of the streets. There's some cool... The internet version, uh, I think, is already there. It's the internet version is already there. Like we're we're doing the internet version right now. But it's still like you've been doing it. But we're still like at the very foundation. Like I'm just being realistic. Like it's going there. Like it will be there. But realistically, yo, we are all in the very beginning. We're like when Stretch and Bobito was in the basement and nobody gave a shit. Hey, you know what? You got to start somewhere with it. You know what I mean? If, 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 like, if this doesn't, if there's never any progress on this or if this is not even being done, well, then shit, it's just going to stay the fucking nah, basement. You know the what thing mean? is, is it has. Because, yo, I mean, it's not lost on me when here and there somebody talks to me and the next thing you know, they're doing an interview show or some shit. And I'm like, oh, say a word. I mean, like, I, like you, <laughs> you can look at it away, but it makes me know that one day when they talk in, like, Pillars of the city, granddaddy shit. My name's just gonna be there, cause, yeah. cause I, I'm doing the shit now that yeah. guarantees it. In the way that the people that came before me put their work into the city. Like, yo, you can't talk about Montreal and not talk about a D shade. A certain group of people, like, you can't deny what a community oh, no, brought to like the it. table. You can't talk, even DMS. <laughs> like, look at just DMS alone. Like, in a moderner sense of it, like, you can love or hate Feezy. It doesn't matter. I think DMS built from from zero to. DMS is just there. It doesn't because DMS is still a name that. That you know what how that started like it, yo the there was like the the main source countdowns and all that there and like the the putting putting your work CDs that he used to drop because the mixtapes used to come out too, you know what I mean with the with the issues. With the magazine, with the fucking radio show and everything. And it was all... And I think eventually he let go of some of them. I'm not too sure exactly which ones he still has and whatnot. That but that, like, he still publishes the magazine, even if I don't think most people know the magazine exists. Yeah, he... See, that's... A, yo, I still don't have fucking physical copies but of my of my issue. But um, that's probably because I went to jail. He was supposed to fucking... He was like... I. The shit came out, and I didn't even get to see it till like a year later. So fucking, but yeah, that's you know, but like people don't really. Uh, but it's like also like then you like look at shit like the Hustle podcast, where I know they was independent of me, or you look at shit like what Let Me Know's podcast was doing. Like I saw some stuff that was happening before me. You know, like I can't act like there isn't this flow and ebb of it. But what I see is that more and more people. I get like into Don the live. You, you interviewed Don Smith and shit. You he, know who I'm interviewing yeah, on uh, Monday? Who that? Don Smooth. 
Monday. Oh, oh, that's Monday. This Monday, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought I thought you already did that. I and did. I said, yo, see, no, no, I did, but this okay. is. He was like, "Yo, we gotta do a part two. So the fact when Don Smooth oh, nice. is yeah, hitting you up because you wanted, he wants to do a part two. You're just like, that's what the fuck is up, my GC. So I'm saying like, yo, that's a dude that like, there's mad game. Like this guy did a lot. You feel me? He yeah, did a man. lot. Yo, plus I gotta give him like big respect. Like sometimes people be like booking shit with me and have no idea what the fuck it is. Like if, cause people, I guess they do these interviews and man's has like his checklist of seven questions. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think he doesn't I, know where to go after that. Like, uh, no, that's the whole interview. Like you watch them, they're twelve minutes, and that's the whole. No, there's no dead, dead air. air. It's say. like okay, so uh, tell me about your favorite albums. When did you start rapping? What are you working on? And it's like a checklist. The shit's like twelve <laughs> minutes long. It's like plug and play. And some motherfuckers book an interview on some like, oh, you do interviews because like they're used to this. And then I'm like, you, you gotta watch one. Yo, I can't even explain this shit to you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, bro. It's just like. Yo, you gotta be able to like, yeah, I can, I can do this, you know, as long as, as long as the combo is good and it goes and it keeps like evolving and getting bigger. Facts. The conversation, like, yo, I can sit here for twelve hours doing this shit. You know what I mean? I haven't pushed but, like, that theory yet because I don't know if twelve hours is that fire. But if it was good, no, dude, like if it was fucking, passionate, like, nobody's gonna, if it was like really, nobody's like, gonna, nobody's gonna listen to twelve hours of fucking. They will listen um, to five though. I have hard facts that you can do five hours. Because, I mean, not just me. There's Joe Rogan proved it with Alex Jones. Um, then, uh, yeah, but that's Joe Rogan no, and Alex Jones. No, but I had, um, do you know Olivier Bro, the guy from the Hip Hop Cafe? Yeah, well, that's another, yo, Olivier Bro is another dude so that I had that, him that on. done a lot of shit in here. But, like, I you had him in Montreal, on, and so. we spent, like, basically four and a half hours debating if Montreal has self-esteem. Okay? It was a four, and the only reason it ended is because it was after midnight and I had work the next day and it was like Bonnie was giving me death stares off cam type thing. <laughs> death but, stares off camera. But yo, the what thing up, is, buddy? bro, is what's cool about Twitch is like you see the number and like when that number stays static for five hours, that means there's at least people watching. They're, they're raining. I mean, you'll see people start to taper off at bedtime type shit, but you know that people are putting hours into a stream like this if they fucks with it and so it made me realize it that's dope. they go as long as they go mm -hmm. for me i never really have an end time unless i really really gotta do some shit after but like i just run them and then we have because yo all this content counts for something like yo one day like i don't know if you ever right. found like a channel where you just like binged all their shit <laughs> you know like just spent hours yeah, i gotta figure out what the fuck is I mean, not on, not on like Twitch because I don't. No, no, Twitch, I mean like YouTube. But, like um, you find some YouTube channel and you fucks with what yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, and you spend, obviously like... anything that I'm fucking. Anything, bro. Anything that I'm interested in, like you know, by this point that like I completely invest myself into it. You know what I mean? So I look at it like, like what we're doing here with these these content pieces is that it's like we are trying to effectively create that catalog of people i don't expect everybody want to like t listen to every episode but like if you want to hear about people yeah. and you know the vibe and then you know 514 online makes those her thing hustle podcast does their thing um yeah and now I but guess it takes all of those things it takes all of them shits to make 
And then even you know, the little ones be doing it. Things. It's not even just, just us. Like there's, there's like you this... got you, you got DMS, you got five on far line. There's also this next hustle. kid, um, Ace or something. He fucking lives in Ville Saint Pierre, Lachine or whatever, and he just started his shit. Like I'm seeing it. I'm seeing more and more people in all age groups just building these podcast networks to like create the overall discussion amongst artists. And what I think is gonna do is it's going to force every rapper in this city to acknowledge there's a lot more people in this scene than they ever thought. So let's say you don't like anybody. Because there's new ones. There's new ones now. It's like, yo, all... And this is one thing that I really noticed, like, um, with with my releases and... and inter- like, having a new Facebook with, like, barely any people on it um, is everything it's it's different now you know what i'm saying it's different people reacting to my shit it's different people watching it a lot of the people that i didn't even really give a fuck about that was on some hater shit i cut the fuck out and they're nowhere in my world no more like i don't even see their names online anymore which is like it's kind of refreshing to me because man i'm i'm like that shit just gives me anxiety and, and so it builds drama for me like yeah and i don't really back down from drama i like kind of run the fuck at it so it's like i don't need that you know what I mean? so it's all these i'm noticing all these new new people doing shit and it's like generation that came like after me is is you know starting to show up and do their fucking thing and uh maybe they're doing it they're doing it different than you know well you know what i think the I people think it is that, it's like people like and i'm on like the tail end of your shit so i'm kind of a little more in the you know like the next wave but still kind of your age group but like yeah exactly but like yo it has to do with this once upon a time we all thought we were going to make it on music these kids are not delusional ain't nobody thinking they're making it on music they be they are brands and their brand is what's going to make them make it so a lot of them are fine just doing extra shit like oh i gotta be a podcaster cool let me go podcast like they don't act like the way i see people that are older act like i've talked to enough artists now to definitively say they're just like wildly lazy and i don't want to like put it on everyone they really, they really fucking, they, they act self-entitled like a motherfucker. Like they did, like they built this fucking big ass pyramid. It's like, dude. But it's like, like you gotta be more than an artist in the thirties. Like, go name me one of your they're famous not. favorite really, rapper really legend artist. people that you point at that was just a rapper at thirty-five. Nah, they weren't. They were rapping, they, clothing but, designing, fucking moguls at that age. That's why they was hot at who. that age. Because <laughs> then who? Because in Montreal, you don't really have no. no I'm talking about like the people that like we all cite, no, like our like favorite rappers. And shit like that. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about like anybody. When... They all like had yeah, shit yeah. going on. Like maybe I just read one of them Jay Z books, and I'm thinking about it. But like everybody praises Jay Z. Mm. Jay Z's like, bro, rap is a thing. <laughs> like it's it's a chapter. There's so much more For to sure. it. And I look at that, sure, Jay- and I'm like the little ones. Bro, 40, see 40 that. clubs, bottles. This guy owned vodka companies before everybody. Rock Aware, Rockefeller, Rock Management, fucking, um, you know, Diddy was another one who branched off real early. Like, Method Man had a whole bunch of, Method Man was just clothing, but now with a, a lot of people are getting into the weed business. 
You know, corrupt Yo, came with shit. the moon rock. Uh, Twitter locks have vegan fucking food stores and smoothie shacks and shit like that. Yo, that's it. Yo, Waka Flocka's in that business too. He's in the fucking Yo, vegan. Another wing is a literal chain that you can go to in Montreal and give DJ Khaled some of your money. Wait, say that again? Another wing is an actual okay. franchise from a from DJ Khaled's chicken wing joint. That's in Ville Saint Laurent. I did not fucking know that he has that here. They they don't Fuck Uber off. Eats to us. They Uber they're in Ville Saint Laurent and they don't Uber Eats to me. So like you have to like go to them is my feeling. And in these times I don't feel like going to them as much, but going to fucking Yeah, yeah I swear. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I was even like I was even here. like talking to Seneca, like, yo, right before lockdown and curfew again. But we were like like discussing, like, yo, let's get all the wings and make a video trying the wings. <laughs> oh hell yeah. That's the type of shit. Hell yeah. But the thing is, is a Hell lot yeah. of rappers would hear that and be like, my brand, yo. I'm a rapper. What brand? You ain't got no <laughs> fucking brand. Yo, what brand? What, I want to know. Like, yo, there's like there's like two rappers in this city that got brands. Like, Mike Shab has a brand. Me, right? No, Mike Shab has a brand. Who? Mike Shab has well, a Mike brand. Shab, yeah, but Mike Shab, Mike Shab is streaming like a motherfucker. He's a young talent. No, um, he, he's like hot. He's out there doing his uh, Husser's got a Nate brand. Husser, Nate Husser's doing his Naya thing. Ali. Yeah, and he's got a weed thing coming through. So Naya Ali's doing it. Right? She got a brand. Mm, not even sure who that is, but yo, yo she getting, shout out to anybody she's getting booked out of town. Yo, I know somebody's doing well. When motherfuckers in Ottawa are sending me little Facebook messages because they're excited some Montrealers at the show, like it's to that level sometimes with people, bro, and it's like wild. And but she was she's, Dude, that, she does yo, a good show. That's a, yo you you did a you did an interview or some shit and like the dude hit me up homeboy from Ottawa Hamley and yeah Shut that's up, it Hamley. exactly you know what I mean what up what up we're gonna like and we tried to we tried to get the interview popping like last week or some shit but it was some Zoom fuckery you know so that. we're gonna be bringing that to the, like I'm always open to work with like. Anybody that I, you know, haven't worked with yet, just doing some shit that, you know, like, I, I want to get, the more audience, the more you see me, the more branding, feel me? That's exactly what we're talking about. It's like, But then, like, that's where it's like, there's I'm, good press, and you should always run the good press. I mean, if you have bad press, spin it. But good press is dope. Yeah. I, I've had all the bad press in the world, bro. I've had prison records. I've had stabbings. I've had online suicides and fucking. But you know what? People love dead. watching. I you... dead on stage, bro. But then like... every time you post, like I did an interview, people just get happy for you because that's what people love seeing. They love seeing. Yeah, they like seeing. They like. They like seeing me not dead, and that's awesome. That's awesome. We definitely appreciate and you. Like, and, and yo, I'm like, and I find that this is, this is it, like that part. Is now years ago, and I've come so far past it with a lot of the shit that I've done. Um, that it's like, I think maybe it's okay for me myself, like personally, to move on from from stereotyping myself as that. Like, I guess they did it for so damn long. That it kind of like embedded in me, you know what I mean? And then like, it's like I got to let go of that too, you know what I mean? Like, brand towards the future of like all the celebrate the good shit that I've been doing, you know what I mean? Like, had some crazy life experiences, like 
that girl on the track, that was fucking insane, bro. That was really, that was some deep shit. And like, yo, let it be known, like, man, I was on a, I was having a day where, like, yo, I wanted to fucking, you know, and not that I was going to do that or nothing like that. Like, yo, that's how I was feeling. I was feeling that low. Like everything was, I was, I felt hopeless. And then this shit is happening in front of me. Snaps me the fuck out of that. And like had to react, you know, and deal with that shit. So yeah, that's a trip, bro. Like I go through a lot of, a lot of shit that people don't know anything that I go through because I don't tell them. And I mean, it's like, who, who are you really going to tell? What am I going to get on? Like, that's why I deactivated my Facebook. Like I felt like a few weeks before Christmas that like, that's where it was getting. And I didn't want to see any of this other shit from the world in my face. And like, I didn't want to give myself the opportunity to go on social media and be like, man, this sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like, I can't give people that. I, I deal with it personally a lot to the point where it bleeds me fucking dry. You know what I mean? Like, I, I deal with everything alone. And, uh, yeah, you know, I didn't want to, I don't want to bring that to the table before Christmas. Which, so, honestly, that maybe a lot more people should not be on social media as the holidays to be honest, because it's just going to perpetuate negative cycles. Like, it's really weird when you're not having a good Christmas to watch everyone else have a good Christmas. That's what I'm saying, bro. So I just shut it down completely before Christmas, and I came back after New Year's. And then it's like, you know I mean? I was like, I'm skipping the whole holidays on there because I don't want to see all this shit. If all this fucked up shit is happening to me right now, like, I can't be, and I don't want to be no hater either, like, and fuck up you know, people's Christmas vibes and shit like that, right? So. <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely mature. Yeah, like, I don't. Yeah, it's, you see the, the old me, like, three years ago, would have never did that. <laughs> shit. That's all we do um, is we grow, but we get yeah. older, we get smarter with this hey, shit. bro, like, you make conscious, conscious decisions <laughs> to, like, not do more stupid shit and not make myself. Like, people, like, there was these big ass perceptions of me of like who the fuck I am and like what I and like yo you know the people that know me know what's what's really good you know what I'm saying and it's like even at that even even the, they don't really know me to the fullest like that and I've also changed the fact that I don't really kick it like I used to I don't do that shit no more you know so the people that did think they know me actually really didn't know fuck all about me right and you know, but yo, you're you're getting to learn like a lot more about me than those people probably ever did. You know, I know it's because I make it a huge effort to figure out who people are. I don't really care about how people present themselves. I figured out pretty early on that who people are and how they present themselves is different and Often people don't really listen to people, so half the reasons people. Yeah, no, you're a good listener. You're a good listener, homie. Definitely. I, know I mean, back, that's why you do what you do. But back in the day, I was a shit listener, really bad at it. I had a lot of problems in my life due to not listening, not reading, not paying attention. So now I make extra efforts, especially in the context of this. But like this came 
from like yo even if you from, watch some of my early album reviews in like 2017 yeah yo i'm just like ignoring everyone talking over everyone it was it was it was yo people loved <laughs> it people really loved it and bonnie and chris hated it so we stopped doing it because they hated it and then i lost a lot of traction because people fucking loved it it was hot man <clears throat> Yo, some Yo, guy you know looked what? at it like, Dude, like I used to watch your shit because I, I never knew if y'all were ever going to snap off at each other. <laughs> I thought that was the, one of the funniest things. Like, that's why I used to watch your guy's shit. <laughs> I'm like, that's... Oh, yeah? Then Bonnie was like, nobody wants to watch that. More, what Bonnie meant was, I don't want to make this kind of content, so we're not doing this anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, bro, I'm telling you, like, it, it took... I realized something... I was listening to you know the first interview that I changed the way I was doing interviews was the first joint that we did because it was different than other shits that I had done before, but I was also I was also coming differently like I approached it differently instead of sitting there like. I played back like one, two interviews that I did in the States and, you know, wherever the fuck else. And like, I noticed that they sucked. Like, end of story. End of story. Just like me, a lot of cussing, a lot of just fucking uselessness that really. I look at them as as wasted, like this shouldn't this shouldn't even be out there. You know what I mean? And I guess that comes from probably the host sucking just no, it's absolutely the host. Why would the host let you sound bad? You know what I mean? Because because yo, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't even know what they're putting on the table, and then they like they want to like. And then it's like, okay, cool. Thanks for the same damn. Like, yo, it's boring. That's why I, I was don't... explaining to somebody yesterday that I act that I actually hate interviews, but I like fucking with you. And like, there's a few people. Bro, like, I don't have any. Like, I, like, I had you know, zero questions prepared coming into this. Zero. Yeah, because you don't really have to. This is that's what I, that's what I took away from the first one we did. Um was that there's more conversation and like dropping knowledge on shit, you know what I mean? And like perspectives and things like that, instead of just being like, okay, so what age did you start playing your Tam Tam, little Timmy? Like fucking, you know? I kind of like, I'm it's just sort of moving away from using the word interview as much. And I'm just calling it like bridge the yeah. gap now. Cause like, I that interview works. is like it, it was a good way to explain the top level concept, but like I mean, it is kind of an interview because in this in a sense, it's like you're the subject of some shit. But like I think it confuses yeah. people or people don't understand it. But like yo, interviews in the conventional sense are kind of wildly boring. But when you watch Larry King, he's more like this. When you watch like the goats of this shit, I hate interviews. I despise them. Like, like the goats don't ask questions. They make and for the most part, people that do. Sorry. Like for for the most part, like people that do interviews, like they don't, they don't even want to be there. Like I remember, like back in the day, like when you like watch much music or like music plus and shit like that. Like yo, I when I was like when I was a teenager. 
I had a, a fucking fanzine, you know, and we used to interview everybody. Like, I mean, I did so many damn interviews in four years that there's not one major act that I didn't interview. Right. Like I interviewed, we interviewed Eminem in 1999. You know what I mean? So like, <clears throat> um, but I used to watch like much music and like whatever. And you would see the people that do the interviews and shit. And a lot of them, it's like, what the fuck did you send this idiot to go interview them for? That doesn't work. That's not, people don't want to see that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yo, put Ed the fucking sock interviewing the whole, everybody, because that's a better interview than, than any of these idiots. Ed the fucking sock you know what I'm saying? Like, interview. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like way better content than fucking, than, than 90% of the VJs that they ever had. Oh, George was good. They were trash. Yeah, well, he branched off and became bigger than that. You know, he TV shows and... When I is like a syndicated you know, radio there's a few, show there's a few where he other talks to people. Who? Sorry? There's a syndicated radio show. Like, you got to understand, we're in like probably, the car, yeah, we're, we're in the car like with that. the old people driving back from the mom's crib with her girlfriend's, uh, girlfriend's mom's crib. 70 old ass man listening to George Strombonopoulos on talk radio. And I'm like, these are things tell, you yeah. don't really expect. But then you're like, yeah, makes sense. But like, still him. Yeah, that's, yeah because he, he's, he was able to do, like, he's presentable in the sense that, like, yo, he can, you can, you can be 25 and listen to that, or you can be 80 and listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the vibe that he brings off. Yeah. And he played his, he but played yeah, like, one. for the most part, yeah, very much so. And like, yo, especially on Music Flukes, that was, that was bad. I like, never watched it. Really bad. They were just, holy fuck. Oh, man, that's the difference. That's well, the difference. I definitely think a lot of people come into interviews <laughs> with this mechanical approach. It's not so much that they don't want to be there, but that it's boring. Um, my interviews are sometimes, oh. sometimes boring, but like, if you're walking in, and every time you're going to do an interview, you ask the same 12 questions because that's your oh, stick that's or exactly whatever. What, that's exactly what people do. Is they stick to this basic, boring like, format that they think. But it's like, it I remember, can't be interesting to ask people the same questions every time. That can't be fun. Dude, I remember very clearly when I was, I believe, 15 years old. Um. I don't know if you know who No Effects is. Yeah, of course. But yeah, okay. Well, No Effects did not do interviews back then because of MTV, who fucked them over and stopped playing No Use for Names videos because of the No Effects interview. So Fat Mike and No Effects completely stopped fucking with MTV and anything interview, period. And, um, yeah, so I was walking around at the Warp Tour backstage, and uh, I, I walked up to Mike, and I'm like, look, dude, I know you don't do fucking interviews and shit, but I got this little ass zine, and, uh, yeah, you know, I want to, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll do that. He's like, um, come get me in half an hour and uh, make it fucking good. Don't fucking give me none of that 
shit, bullshit, shit, and don't fucking sell a fucking interview after. I was like, all right. So there's 15-year-old me talking about cocaine and BDSM bondage and fucking tour, no effects tour life for fucking 25 years and like what he's into sexually and how him and his, you know what I mean? Like the interview was fucking insane. And it wasn't an interview. It was just us talking, just sitting there chilling, fucking drinking and like hearing fat mics and fucking give me the whole fucking, the whole shit. Like telling me everything. He's like, bro, like shit. Like, yeah, dude, like I'm on tour. So I'm going to do fucking the best drugs every fucking night. But when I go home, I don't do fucking drugs. He's like, I'm, I'm living my home life. But now I'm on tour, so we're partying. And like I get like a whole bunch of, and I had, man, so many of those damn like experiences. And those are the, those are the dope ones. It's like, nobody wants to sit there and tell you like boring shit. Nobody. Like, okay, so. Honestly, nobody ever wants to hear about anybody's project because it's only ever relevant for like two weeks. I mean, you know, unless, unless you're. A huge, and even at that point, bro, it's like that it already ends up out well, there. You okay, feel me? Sorry, genius gets away with that because <laughs> it's genius, and that's what they Who do. That? Oh, genius, like the website, yeah, because that's what their content is. It's literally like behind the lyrics, so it's like fair yeah. enough. But I mean, it more like, look, yeah, if you're like fucking J. Cole, people want to hear about it, but like people think they want to hear about projects. I have had. Okay, I had one guy review his own album. That took like a bit, like 20 minutes. Review his own album? I don't know how else to put it. He went through every track and like reviewed it. Not like criticized it, but reviewed it. Like, 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 because a review is more of a. This is. We did get that fucking with with the other thing, with Teddy Bears? Yeah. But like, it's a, but like, it's that, that's a review of sorts. Like a, a critique is really the grades and the is it good or bad. A review yeah, yeah, is yeah. more who is this for? So he went through yeah. his anyway, so I've seen that shit go on. He was able to talk about his music for like twenty minutes. On average though, the average artist can fill about four to five minutes talking about their music. Bro, I can talk about my shit forever just because I know my shit. You know what I mean? But like like there's so much there's so much behind the content that it's like yeah, but but then again, it's like you know, unless you're attaching that to like stories and like actual things, and they're not because then it gets interesting. But like, yeah, that's it. You got to make it interesting. Anything you do, you got to like, you got to grab the listener's fucking attention because you know, without that, yeah. If there was a real Montreal problem though, because I know people like to make up a bunch of bullshit Montreal problems, is that nobody give a fuck about media training. <laughs> that's the Montreal about, problem. About what? Media training. Like media training. Like media training is a real thing. Like all these big names you see, right? They have media training. They know how to go in front of cameras. They know how to talk to people. They know how to present themselves and they know how to attract fans with their presentation. They understand have somebody in their ear before every interview telling them shit. Now do they all listen? No. Some of these dudes that's, have really bad media no, training. You know what I mean? like, yo, that's what they, that's what a lot of people got PR for, bro. Like so you don't have to deal with that shit. No, nobody you I know, know has mean? PR. That's because you and me don't interact well with fucking with like 
artists that are on no, a but level what I'm saying, of so if that's the case, then maybe all. people here need to work on their media training, whether it's you do it or somebody that's out there goes, oh, shit, I can make money doing this. That's their job. But like nobody does these yeah, like jobs. Said, there's, a job for, there's a job for everybody. And being an artist is not just being a fucking studio gangster, bro. Like it's just not it. Or you know I mean, there's, let's just go to the other end. It's not having sick bars and great pen game. It's not either. It's not that either. It's not fucking. It's not even just great songs and delivery and then fucking. It's not even a good like yo. When you listen to it sonically, it's fucking amazing. When you hear the shit, great product is just one little thing. It's just a start. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a big. There's so much to it. Yeah, but it's like even if you think about it, right? Like the one thing I think people fuck up also on top of that, media training is huge because yo, like we don't necessarily. Like, I feel like you have media training in the way you present yourself now, even if it's, like, self-taught. I feel like I've developed some skills with that over the years of just being on yeah, camera so because, often. Because, yo, you've done how many years of interviews? A ton. And, and But then it's, like, you learn how to censor yourself. You learn how to drink on camera. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, I want to know that I could get fucked up with Nori. Okay? If I can't get fucked up with Nori, then what's the point of all this? Bro, that's, yo, real shit. But like, real shit. But then, but me, like the way, like you know, when we started doing Teddy's, I'm like, as far as my image goes, you know what I mean? I, I didn't want to like, I don't want to. People already know that I, that I do that, and that I struggled with. You know, there was, there was a point in my life where I was drinking two bottles of fucking Jameson a day, bro. I was dead, you know. And with me rebranding and like really trying to actually not rebranding. I'm going to actual branding my shit because before that it was just, okay, some fucking dude who makes music. He's done a lot of music. He's done some cool shit with the music, but it wasn't a brand, you know? And so really Travis Bryant and the fucking, the teddy bears and pop stars, me starting to brand all of that and all the offsets of everything that I'm doing is that that's the branding right there. You know what I mean? I wasn't branded before that, and but like it's, it's, that's super important. And it's de- dealing with all the different things, and it takes being an artist takes a lot of different shit that people don't know. But it's also know. like you represent things, and I think that's something. I have a few people that I won't name, but are personal to my little circle that like the idea of neutrality, and I used to really like the idea of neutrality because it's like. Yo, it sounds nice. Let's everybody be friends. But like, yo, nobody wants to believe in an artist that doesn't stand for shit. And when you stand for shit, it right. can't be like vapid moral principles of right and wrong and ethics and shit. Nah, it's got to be like, no, yo, yo, if people you can't, can't even, like you can't, think you can't of issues you next to your name, if there's not like synonyms and shit, like, yo, people know that you give a fuck about this pop star shit. Like, it's just all of it. So like. It all makes yeah, sense. It is. At this point, it is, yo. And it's like, and there, you know how many people, like, like, tell me, hey, you're fucking crazy. You're you're crazy for this. Like, people don't even know, like, where, I mean, I've explained to certain people, like, where this comes from. I've done, you know, a fair amount of conversations since that. But a lot of people were like, there's people within my circle that still don't get that and where it's going. And how, like, you wanted the people that did see the vision. 
you know, um, it's, it's Dada like, got it right away. It's because, yo, Dada, Dada though. Dada got it right away, too. Yo, I don't often like saying somebody, like, might outperform me in this whole metaverse game. But if ever you hear Don Dada say something that contradicts me, just trust Don Dada <laughs> on this <laughs> shit. Like, it's like that. Because that guy, like, he, he sees shit probably, like, and he's been in it for a minute. Like, I'm new to the game next yeah. to Dada. Okay, like, let's he's, just, he's OG. Yeah. He's, he's my hero. He's, you know, this is like my age, bro. We came up in the game at the same time. Nah, but, like, even when I was and like, it's like, even, like, the other day, he's, he's in this... Twitter has their fucking clubhouse shit. So a call happens and it's yeah. some it's some NFT shit and that is there. And the way he was flexing on them, I was like, oh, oh yeah, no. But the bro. flexes he was he's, making, bro, I'm man. like, yo, I I would never question Dada on a lot of shit. I mean, I might question Dada on people, like his interpretation of human behavior. I might question, but his understanding of systems and dynamics and the algorithms and this side of it bro, is like. Oh my gosh. He's dude. smart as fuck. I'm humbled talking yeah, to him. Big time. That's why that's why it's like that's the first person I went to. That's the only person that I and when he automatically fucking like yeah, this is it. Like and then he added so much to it. Like it's because of him that I know like what I know now and what I'm doing now, like as far as that goes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he he really like me on that and he didn't even have to really say much like his nod of approval right away off the off top was like that's how i knew that yeah do this but it's like, like it's cohesive it. and it's like it's, don't even don't it. don't, like people hate on yeah. mgk I mean, like, right but like mgk went number one so why would you hate on mgk <laughs> he went number beetlejuice, one beetlejuice beetlejuice like look i'm saying is what? Like, A, MGK been at it forever. But, like, he got number one and the whole world was bamboozled. I was like, yo, he's been dropping these rock songs for, like, five albums. Yeah, he's been dropping that shit forever. He went number one because fucking Travis Barker and him, like, did this one. Yeah, Travis but... Barker is the craziest producer behind the scenes right now in the industry. Travis Barker has been the hardest working drummer and the hardest working producer for a close to 12 years. There's not one, yo, there's not one rapper or artist. Like, yo, he's Avril Lavigne's drummer right now. He's everybody's fucking drummer. That's no, the thing. Like, he I went, think he single-handedly he, he revived new metal. Like, he revived new metal. He revived everything. By himself. And I would, okay, obviously not fully everything. by himself, but, yo, know, a lot of the hot acts that push that new metal sound today touch Travis, uh, Travis Barker at some point. Yeah, and he's and he's bringing like all these okay like all these like little pop sing um like pop singers but like that obviously were very influenced by Blink One Eighty Two type shit um but they're solo singers they have no bands you know what I mean and he's bringing them out like and introducing them as artists and he's their drummer and shit and he, you know whatever get a fucking bass player and whatever and like do that and he's releasing a lot of these artists like. I think he's got a new label or some shit like that. And that, like, Avril Lavigne is the first person he signed. Which is amazing. And now her revival is popping right the fuck off right now. And she's, all, and like, she's one of the types that's like, yo, this girl is on the cover of fucking Harper's Bazaar right now. And she's also on, you know, like, doing. I saw a thing on the, on the internet the other day. And it was like, yo, somebody on Twitter was like, 
um, pop punk is so male, male orient or driven or whatever the fuck. And it's like, considering skateboarding was invented by a girl, Avril Lavigne said that apparently. Yeah, it was, what you say? it was apparently Avril that said that in 2003. Did she invent the skateboarding? No, Avril said in 2003, it's so weird to me how few girls there are in skateboarding considering it was invented by a woman. That's what Avril said in 2003. Fuck off. Oh, that's, yo, that's so funny. That's hilarious. That makes that shit so deep for me. You know, the funniest thing is I saw the literal world premiere of Avril Lavigne's first... I remember I was... I was on the couch. I was living in Vegas, and I was on the couch, and I was like, I just woke up, and I was like, through the mess and shit, fucking Wendy's burger, and like, turn on the TV and shit, and it's like, world premiere, Avril Lavigne, and this is before Skater Boy, it was the one before that, mm. which I think was, could have been complicated, I don't know. Yo, it's Whatever it was, complicated. But, yeah. Complicated was the complicated first time. Knocked it out the yeah. world. <clears throat> yeah. So that, yeah, I remember the. You know how many melodies I work around that actual fucking melody? Like that, that plays in my head, and I get all kinds of offsets off that. Bang, bang, bang. Like constantly. To the point where I almost thought of possibly using that part in a song. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, like I saw that world premiere and then like, dude, a month later, she was the biggest fucking artist on MTV, bro. Like back to back skater boy. And that was it, dude. Like, yeah, she had a run. And then Michelle Branch and her teamed up and made the greatest album of that era. One of the greatest. I didn't even know she did an album with her. The second album, like the, the, the black covered one, the one with like, I don't remember any of the songs right now, Under My Skin and like. Like that, that album really Michelle Branch she co-wrote part of that every album? single song. I looked at the credits one day. I had it. That's she cool. Michelle Branch is the co-writer of all all of them. The whole the whole second Avril Lavigne album. And it's like a really mature sound for Avril. Like I like you know, I really like that second the uh, yeah, I really like that second album. I like look, I, I she's always been And then the third album's when she like was like, Oh, I'm hot <laughs> and went that direction. Yeah. Yeah, that was the the boyfriend album. Yeah. I don't like your boyfriend. Yeah, that that's album. It. The, I'm a motherfucking yeah. princess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And she, at that time, she really was though. Like, yo, she was, she was with the dude from Sum Forty One, and like, she was the fucking pop. She was like Blink One Eighty Two's fucking the female fucking counterpart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she had a crazy run, that- and then Lyme disease. Say word. Yeah, that's why she disappeared for a while. I thought she disappeared because she was fucking stuck on and kidnapped in Nickelback. Nah, she got Lyme disease. I did not know that. That's crazy. I'm fucked. Like, it was like a... Because your Lyme disease will fuck you up, is what I understand. Like, lengthy, like, real shit. Yeah, and so that's it well, see? Like took a while to recover. You don't know, you know I mean? And then she came back that's a little crazy. bit, started testing the waters. But then, like you know, like eight years goes by or whatever from your last album. I mean, she did this shit in like 2013. Then she got like Lyme disease, and then she dropped a one-two thing. And then now she's kind of obviously she's pushing back, again. Bro. She's back heavy. But that's heavy. the thing about the she's music industry now is like 
anybody can just come back in a way that was never possible before. Because the thing is, is there's so many labels and distribution companies out there. If you have something to offer, like an Avril Lavigne, that you will never like. Yeah, st- for sure. It's like it's like it doesn't feel that way when you're in like the bottom tiers. Like, like I I've been putting together this Montreal playlist. And I had to have some perspective no, of how few fucking listeners I, I, I have. I'm like, yo, I see your playlist because it's often, it's often in lists. It's like I have a lot of songs on your playlist, apparently. No, I just shifted so it's the oh. most recent two people drop, and then I spin it every now and again so it shows up in your artist for Spotify. And I'm trying to be. Dude, like, but it shows up. It shows up like yo. There's like ten plays on like every song. All the time. I mean, constantly. I don't know if it's me that did all of them, but I know that some people hopefully spin it. I mean, that's what I want for that playlist. It's kind of like a group run it up. Like everybody acts like they like five. There's no ego in this run it up. A couple people might have a couple more songs because when you get down to specific features and and this, some rappers only rap with some people. So it's like, I don't want to punish that guy and be like, whatever. But then I need that guy on the list too. So it's like, whatever. Somebody has four songs and you have two songs. It's just whatever. Who cares? It's not the goal. No, I constantly see like a lot of my music on that playlist I, and shit. But I've been, and like, I've been running I it. I have like four or five songs on there at all times. It's pretty cool. I think I, loop. you might have less now. I did just clean it up because I was trying to do it. So you might have it. But There's I, another thing I was going to say, like suggest for that. Like, yo, the playlist is extremely long. That's the point though. This is not meant to be like the hot curation list. This is the run it up gang playlist. This is the, if the whole city's on the playlist, and the whole city runs up the playlist. What does that do to the algorithm? It trains the algorithm. It shows them what the fuck Montreal is. And it kind of helps the machine learning. So it's not even like about the money. It's really just about playing the geography of the way machine learning works. To get all the oh. Montreal fans to listen to all the Montreal music. So it automatically playlists us for Montreal. Yeah. Well, there's... It's fucking. I don't know that they're gonna make like. Does anybody else have like the Toronto playlist? You know what I mean? Like they have sources for shit. Um, are are there like official Spotify playlists for like for cities and shit? Like I'm pretty sure they're like okay, you'll get like a West Coast or a New York hip hop or some shit like that. But like, I care less about the official Spotify playlist and more about the algorithmic placements because we started getting algorithm placements that isn't like paid for. That's for some reason. Yeah. Spotify said, Holden, when you do songs with Chris Chrome only, and then for him, his one placement was the song he did with me. So Spotify said, you two sound great together. We're going to show you two to people. And then like four songs I've done with Chris now have, and it's not a lot, but it's like 12 people got showing us on some algorithm shit. And but it made yeah, me realize... Really Okay, but it makes sense that like it would connect me and Chris together and our mutual listeners are probably super similar and thing and so all of a sudden it's like, yo, if we do this at a bigger scale, we create yeah. a Montreal centrism that the algorithm will play with. And then at the end of Toronto playlists, a bunch of Montreal fuckers will show up the way right now a bunch of Toronto sh- fuckers show up at the bottom of my playlist. So to me it's about a bunch of Yo, the, the the shit that's popping up, like, for example, like, the Teddy Bears and Pop Stars After Dark playlist that I got. Um, The music that they're trying to put on there is kind of... Yo, like, right now I have four or five songs 
that Spotify created radio for. So fried chicken sushi, God's calling me home, um, no favors, good life, and like, and smile. They all have radio. So those radio playlists by Spotify, the art, it's fucked up too because they put like five or six of my songs on there, and then there's like Ava Shaw, Nate Huster, fucking Mike Shab, and then all these people that I've never heard of, like at all but like decent quality music. So I'm like, is it all Montreal related or? I think, but that's what I think. I don't know what the fucking criteria is for radio play this song. I think it's a lot of that. Um, I think it knows we're in Montreal. Come on. It literally has those stats, but it also has stats. Look, there are clearly a hundred, 200,000 listeners of the Montreal hip hop scene easily as what I learned about Spotify. I also don't. I also don't think the fans give a shit about English, French the way artists do. I think if your shit's hot, they're gonna listen to it. Otherwise, Nate Husser wouldn't have made the poutine sauce song. Possibly. I think I we're. Mean, yo, Matt. I know that. I know that the French, the French audience, like. Yo, I, yo, they hear some shit, like, but they, yo, they, they pretty much just listen to French rap. Like, don't listen to English rap. You know what I mean? Because let, let's be real. How many of us, as English artists, yeah. have made any effort? And I'm including myself in this. So, I like, don't feel like this is about you. It's about me more. I never tried to work with a French artist. So, why the fuck would the French sheet on the fuck with me? I have like 20 plus me? songs with French artists, bro. I have like 20 plus songs with French artists. And I'm sure that you'd go farther in the French scene than I would right now because of that. I have, yo, there was, when I did the first, okay, um, when I started the teddy bears thing, when I started doing the first one that I was working on, the one that has funeral arrangements and, and fucking darkness in my soul, the city sitting on, um, smoking on rooftops with teddy bears that actually never came out as a body of work, but all the songs pretty much, except for maybe five or six, I didn't release, but I pretty much released them all, American Pie, Heat, et cetera, um, that project, the Godfather project, this, his whole thing was, okay, yo, we gonna put, it's like, I need you to, I need you to do two records with like, with French artists. And I was like, dude, like, I'm not, I don't feel like doing that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a vibe killer to my project. It's like the core people to listen to my shit are not, you know, part of that that whole thing. Then he started explaining some next shit to me. He's like, I don't give a fuck about what you're saying right now. That makes no difference to me. He's like, if you want to have the big-ass fucking Spotify Quebec playlist, if you want a playlist on an on a actual Spotify playlist, He's like, you're going to do the fucking songs, and that's going to be that. He's like, because I want your album to, like, be there. He's like, so you're going to have to fucking pick. And, yeah, you're going to have to. And and one of your three singles has to be a French, like, with a French feature. So what I did was we got got Sans Pression. And I did a song with Mido, who actually... This shit's popping right now. You got a verified IG and all that. Um, 
And those two songs actually never ended up coming out because he fucked them up. Like, he lost Sans Pression's verse, and I have a version of the song with Mito that's not even complete, which was actually, like, when, when that dude came on the song, it was yeah. It was it's a different. It was a different flex, and I didn't hate it. Like I thought I was gonna like, and the dude was cool as fuck. You know what I mean? I, mean, I still, I still like. I think though that like, like the times are like super different now. Like I don't think that most of the French artists like I'm pretty. Like, I guess what I'm saying is I could find French artists that socio politically identify with my feelings towards the situation. They just happen to be French. For sure, and bro. Happen like, I, to be I know they don't. Look at all these dudes. Like, I know, I know plenty of French artists, bro. Like, I've I've done a lot of songs with French artists, and like, I know a lot of them too. Like, for example, like, for example, Falex was on my album, and who like G two G and all that. Like, when he was doing that, like, Falex, he just completely decided that he was a French artist. Now, but he raps in English too. But he, his whole project's in French. Right, you know what I mean. So there's like, I mean, I look like at it like, it's like French battle rapper. Why, why worry about it like that? Like, end of the day, all of us want Quebec to pop. It's like if the French team blows, it just means more money for the English team too. The French team blows <laughs> within the French team though. Like in America and Toronto and mm. Calgary, they're not looking for the French music. That's not true. They don't understand. No, 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 no. When I was in New York City, and this was recent, yeah, I found out that that's not true. They like the French music. They decided they the like French, French music because everything else is in New York City. Think about it. Every other language is there. French is like the hot exotic yeah. shit right now, and um, French music is about to have this, bro. I got told put more French in your yeah. bars, bro. So I started doing that. That's so, so now, That's I, like my, I just dropped a song where it's like, yo, je me comprends pas de 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 de, je me souviens tout qui me laisse. So I started adding this little French shit. Because you know what? The American markets see French as the sex language, bro. I got people be like, yo. I have one guy comment one time, hold it, stop speaking in French, my girl's here. And I'm like, yo, bro. Yo, yo, don't, don't get it twisted. Don't get the two twisted. I promise you. Oh man, when I lived in this, when I lived in America, bro, they loved it. They loved like. Then it's like that's, that's but thing. that's the thing is they don't need to understand the bars no more. Yo, our artists are coming in. Proper. They don't even understand the bars now, anyways, bro. They don't like. Um, I mean, you. It's not like fully true. Um, I'm gonna start using my French more. That's right, Sage. Do it though. Like, check it. I have a whole French for part of a French verse I wrote on this last track. Why? Because I was mad at politics, so I felt I should do some French shit if I'm gonna oh, criticize no, you it. You know what? You, you know, you just, that's really crazy because I just did the same thing two days ago. But like, I, f- I wrote a song called I wrote a song called Totane, and it's about and it's about fucking what's his fucking face, Mr. Quebec fucking politic man, mm-hmm. and. Song's called Sultane, and it's like I've had it up to here with oh, this shit. motherfucker. Sage is the guy I'm who translated my English into French for me. So shout out Sage because he did the grammar check on my behalf. Oh, word! So for like this track okay, I just put out in the, with the homie so we speak English. So yo, Sage is fucking proper. Yo, Sage put me on the fucking Jackbox games, and now that's part of my new shits on Twitch. Yo, you know the gaming world, bro. He. he... And yo, that's a real supportive dude, man. That's a, that's the little homie right like, there. Like literally, I've right never there. seen a, anybody that ever says nobody in Montreal supports a lie. 
you see I didn't even know I Jeffrey, didn't even know so he rapped in pop- fucking French. I didn't even know he battled in French until he just came on one day and he's like, I'm doing a French battle. I knew about it because he told me he couldn't participate in some shit because he was prepping for a French battle. <laughs> That's really like, yeah, I really did not even know. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even know dude spoke French like legit. Yo, but he's like, yo, I have to give Sage, yo, Loki, he's a professional writer. So when you need your like proper writing, writer, like proper yeah. writing, artist bio shit. I was going to ask him to do the fucking, what's it called? Uh, I think I did hit him up last year to do, to transcribe my um, shit for Apple Music or whatever the fuck. Yo, yo Sage, how much you charge well, for transcribing yeah, services, bro? Because I'm tired of lyrics. <laughs> oh, man. He, um, yeah, he does reviews and shit like that, too, so. Nah, Sage is probably uh, a fuck sort of heavy. Yeah. That's the low cause right there. That's what happens when you show up, Sage, because he doesn't often pop through on the interviews. When you show up, though, you get all the love and everybody sings your praises on the camera, and it's all part of the YouTube video, too. <laughs> bong, bong. That's low cause. But, um... <coughs> yeah, yeah. Which one of us? Me or Travis? I don't know who you wanted. Oh, me. I think I just talked about transcribing. Fair. I respect that. That was just me having a moment. Um... Well, I'm not pretending like I have money right now, but you never know in the future because I have all these freestyled songs, and I realized the problem with freestyled songs is I don't write shit. So I'm trying to, cause yo, here's the thing, man. So you know what the fuck you saying? <laughs> it's not that. It's yeah, it's to get it verbatim, man. It's like I got distracted. I forgot to plug the technician on SoundClick, and then okay, what's the next bar? <laughs> Run it back. Listen to it. Okay, that's the next part. Run it back. And I'm not like, like I can hold a line or two, but then it's like 17 lines ahead. So you got to run. So you hear every song for like an hour. But yo, check it. Like if you want to have the shit in the stories where your lyrics pop up, you got to transcribe it. And then you got to hit the fucking sync lyrics bullshit where you hit the space bar a million fucking times. Um basically yeah i've been on this like, process yo, no, not, like, yo, see? there's distributors like look for example um like the godfather project was supposed to come out through believe which is the biggest distributor in canada period and europe and one of the biggest in the states and um they like they demand your lyrics like you can't you can't like release music without see bonnie i told you it was mad important <laughs> like you can't release that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, cause so if you go like, on, if you like stream fucking Good Life on Apple Music or Darkness of My Soul on Apple Music, you have the lyrics to those songs on there. The lyrics pop up, but none of my other shit does because I don't. I haven't done it with the well, other. I'm doing but, it yeah, like right too, now. Like, I spent okay because like I, I I finished all the music, so I'm like, I should probably like do some of this logistical bullshit, and so I'm facing yeah. like a hundred plus songs <laughs> right now. And it's like all the lyrics. And then you got, because here's the thing Spotify used to just show the lyrics and that was good enough, but they killed that feature. And now it's just those sync lyrics. So you start to realize it. Famous people have these sync lyrics where the lyrics pop up. And ain't nobody uh, in this city doing that shit. I never click on a Montreal rapper and all their lyrics. Because they don't have fucking, they don't have, like, I mean, from you my can do this like, shit that- in DistroKid. Yeah, but see, not everybody uses distro. No, you can bro. do it. Okay, 
90, 80% of people I know use DistroKid. And if it's not DistroKid, yeah, I, I, I promise fucking... whatever distributor you have has the exact same fucking way to import your damn lyrics and then click a bunch of buttons to sync it up. I guarantee you that they don't. I guarantee you that several of the biggest distributors That's don't wild. have that. Yo, so DistroKid takes a huge win there. But DistroKid also takes huge L's because they fuck you over on pretty much everything. Your streams at the end of the year, bro, they, they, they will block your playlists. They will change your fucking stream numbers. They will if you if you paid for promo on your shit, bro, you're losing at least nine thousand streams like off top just like that. The, at, at the end of every year they crack down so they don't have to pay out. <coughs> That's what they do. Mm. but let's say from the other perspective of the feature of lyric synchronization that's good yeah, well that's cool it's like i you know that it makes it like yo literally every fucking distributor should have that i mean because i look Everyone at it like yo because I'm, I'm sitting there because here's where people get me out like, i get all fucked up with people i saw a facebook post that was like uh, you look like an idiot posting your own lyrics. They can't catch your flow, whatever, whatever. I'm like, man, not everybody Yo, speaks. But I'm I like, hate that people shit. who say that shit have never talked to people who have hearing deficiencies. They've never talked to people who don't speak English as a first language. Like when you talk to people Bro, who no, come no. from like places like, I don't know, Ukraine, who do not understand yo, your bars and might need Google Translate and shit. Yo, everything. Like, yo, my cousin learned fucking English off of watching Fresh Prince, bro. That's my cousin learned full-on English from watching Fresh Prince. Period. That's how he's able to speak English now. So, like, yeah, shit like that. I mean, like... But, like, if, some, if you like, want people that don't live in Montreal... I guess a lot it's... of shit gets lost in translation, so people want to see exactly, you know, what the fuck you're saying. And, I, and yo, like people artist, act like we don't have an accent anything. here. Like everybody knows accents fuck shit up. We got a total accent up in Montreal. It don't sound like the rest yeah. of other places. I don't think we're aware of that, but it doesn't. So it's like maybe somebody in like Seattle like might you hear your shit, like and be like, I don't fully understand the words this man is saying because he's speaking with an accent I'm not acclimated to because how many Montreal rappers have they heard? Um, and so, but but we actually have an accent. So so me and Preach and Cobia go on the same show, and the audience is like, "Huh, you and Holden have the same accent? Weird." And I'm like, "Me and Preach and Cobia speak with this, but to other people, we do." To other That's places wild. because they hear all the similarities that we have, the way we enunciate. Yeah, certain... To me, everybody sounds like Montrealers and Toronto. Okay, yo, yo it's really Toronto well, Montrealers. Mon no, you don't. Except for NDG, actually. Maybe. <laughs> NDG, NDG definitely sounds like Toronto because they, they, they use a lot of, you know, Jamaican and and West Indian slang. Mm. Which is pretty much what people today call Toronto slang, which ain't no damn Toronto slang. Nah, but trust me. I mean, uh, the same thing like Wagwan. That's not that's not Toronto. That's but it's, fucking. It's not even the word use. It's it's actually like the fact is we would say Wagwan different than they would. We, no, not in DG. I'm, I meant in, in general. Like I don't. Yeah, I no, but it, but I'm saying though, like that's what I was, like these people. 
Because yeah, it's like there's, there's a lot of there's other shit too, like, like maybe not the word wagwan, but I meant more like, no, like the the regular dialect. It's not the slang; it's, like, what, it's what the act, it? but the slang and the accent aren't the same thing. The slang is the word choices, upon which fine, you might be totally correct. I'm not arguing the word choices; it's the way people say words. We don't say words the same way they say in Toronto, because you can find whole Reddit boards that will yeah, tell you. The in Montreal, everybody starts to sound like a fucking Saint Leo Italian, bro. Right. So, or a Laval, or they sound like Laval kids. Right. Like, we don't sound like that up in Montreal. We have, and it doesn't matter about the word choices. It's not a class thing. It's like we say bagel the way we say bagel because that's how we say bagel thing, right? Like it's it's kind of at that level. Yeah, I, get it, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. So and it's like, but like, we don't hear it, has bro. It was like I talked to Lush one. And Lush one's like, yeah, the Montreal accent is so clear in your voice. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? And he broke it yeah. down. And he's like, nah, you clearly have this accent. Like, your whole city does. And then I Googled it after. It doesn't sound like the fucking, like, the Scotians or, like, you know. And it's like. Ontario or fucking, or, or Calgary. Like, yeah, I, I, and it's, I saw it's that like, shit on, on TikTok does that a lot. They, they do accent fucking, like, like cross-Canada accent shit. And uh, yeah, you you know you actually hear the difference like big time like Newfoundland like you know like East Coast fucking spots they really got this like but then the closer you get like New Brunswick coming into Quebec that's like a different fucking accent yeah. and then like Quebec moving into Ontario that's a different one and like you know the what problem mean? is is that when they do Quebec <laughs> they always go with like the French Canadian guy right like they never yeah. they don't they never actually get like the anglo quebec accent which is a thing that a lot of people who don't live here identify and hear when they hear but the thing is is like the other side of it is also how often do people get exposed to multiple english montrealers in a row enough to be able to like identify that shit like i don't know that like it it happens enough for people to have like kind of typecasted it but I've started to see this little thing appear and I'm like, wow, it, it, it's, it's, it's not something you think about until anybody talks about it with you. And then it's like a Pandora's box where it starts to like pop up in your face everywhere. Bro, it's because they speak like this, bro. Like everything is like you, bro. Like I'm telling you that. There's so many, like, you know, you know me with the voices and shit, bro. So it's like, yeah, I, I completely understand what you say. And I know how, like to the rest of the world, like how, this part of the world sound completely different. Like, bro, it's it's the same thing in like in America, dog. Like, yo, even within the South, like, it gets the words lose fucking pronunciation so much. Like, by the time you get to Mississippi, homie, it's like a, a letter. <laughs> they just popped off the whole damn word. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how it is, though. And I just think that people here don't understand that part of it. Or don't care about that part of it, but the rest of the world thinks Montreal is really cool. I didn't realize that until I. But yo, but that's because see, because worse, it's anywhere you are, bro. Like yo, anywhere, um, anywhere, people are gonna shit on. You know, like yo, you're stuck in your fucking everyday life here, and like, this is in. We deal with the politics, and we deal with our stupid shit because that's what. That's our day-to-day life, you know? That's what is around us. Yeah. And But everywhere else you go, um, people got to deal with the same fuck shit, but for their city. 
or where they're at. You yo, know what I mean? I'm so gonna they... tell you everywhere, has, even the thing, places you think are popping. Yo, it's literally the quote unquote Montreal problem is the human problem. It's yeah, it's it's well, like it's, everywhere. It's, it's every social class. It's every field. It's it's like people try to like make it sound like it's like a localized problem because then you can always have well, this fantasy well, of like escaping it. But like it's more like at certain points in time, enough people do the right things to create enough of an ecosystem. And if it's strong enough, it holds. An example of where it didn't hold was Houston. They had everything going for it and it didn't hold. They, they It slipped. And I was talking to K. Reno about it and he was describing how like the people, they did their thing, but they didn't invest enough in the future to keep it alive. And it didn't stay alive. And Houston lost this moment. And that's kind of like how a lot of things look. But like the right people have to come together. Then they have to invest in the future. And so many things have to happen to even begin to build an industry around what you do. And I think a lot of people see like a Drake figure and think OVO is why Toronto has industry. Because, you know, Drake did represent a high percentage of tourism. And Drake's a byproduct of a lot of efforts, though. Drake's the end result of like a shit ton of people. So it's like there's a lot of people in the journey that come before that. And while everyone yeah. wants to be a Drake figure, it's like, yo, even guys like Blicky had to go do their part to get Drake to be where he's at. Well, I wouldn't go that far with it. No, but like, like in the bigger picture of shit, like everybody has. Like, yeah, like, like, look, Drake, Drake's father is from Tennessee, bro. And fucking Drake's father is in the music industry. He's a blip compared to who his son is now. Right. But back then, him, like Jay Prince owns Drake, bro. That's what people don't know. Jay Prince owns fucking Drake. Not Cash Money, not Young Money, not OVO, not Drake. That's why when Jay Prince says, squash the fucking beef with Kanye and get on stage for Larry Hoover, Drake says, yes, sir. So that's, you know, Drake, he worked really hard. He worked really hard to do what he was doing. I never, for the motherfucking life of me, saw this person becoming the biggest artist in the world, but it is what it is. He is that... He's on, a, he's on a level that nobody is when it comes to being a famous artist. Like, there's very few names that can touch that caliber. Very few, like Michael Jackson, you know? Names like that. He's surpassed the Beatles, Jay-Z, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, all of them. In every single fucking category, period. You know, the kid, the kid worked really, really hard to do however i guess what i was um, saying though like to give drake his flowers fair but like it's more about the ecosystem part so people think but that yeah, drake but the thing is, the thing is, all those other artists yeah they they built the scene they built the scene for years and years and years and years and years you know everybody from fucking snow to cardi to to fucking i don't um, necessarily mean the artists to be honest i mean more the everybody around the artist the ecosystem like they're hard to obtain. Yeah, but how did they, they didn't really. I don't. I didn't really like Toronto had a big scene, but but it was known in Toronto. That's what I'm saying. Like Drake kind of came up on this whole vibe of a place that had an ecosystem that gave him the ability yeah. to. Montreal has still got to build the initial ecosystem. 
Well, see, Montreal started to build that, but then a lot of bad shit happened and it died. And so now we're doing it again, and that's where we're at. And yeah, I think so now it's like, exactly. So now it's been ten fucking years. You know, exactly. Actually, fair. So, and so it's it, it's really the it's the rebuild part of it. You know, like because look, whether people you know know this or not is like the shit that happened here was man like the production company that was putting all the artists on you know was owned by somebody who was you know like you, you mentioned you know blicky that was his manager and his and his best friend one of his best friends you know childhood friends type shit and he was he was murdered right after bad news was so the effects of that I mean, I completely understand how everybody just, you know, everybody shut down, bro. Like, everything shut down. It just wasn't the same. Like, the Real City countdowns, everything, like, it was over. So now that it's been 10 years, and there, there are people who, like, have been working this whole time, and new artists, et cetera, who didn't even know that that whole world existed, you know, they're building this other scene. You know, this this Montreal, the day, you know, the day are coming up in as artists and shit like that. And it's up to, like, whoever's still, you know, around from back then, if they choose to, you know, still, it's up to them to, like, be there with these kids, you know? Facts. And you and, know what? And, they, and so, they love it when we give them attention. <laughs> no. I mean... That's how you build, bro. If if people built together, then it would pop. But the fact remains that over all these years, as I hear people saying, let's build together, but nobody shows up to do it. Nobody shows up to do it. You know what that's the that's what I've noticed I've, over I, and I've over. I've noticed and that over. a lot of people want to show up and do it, but then we can't agree on the same platform to use, so it falls apart, and it's really fucking dumb. It's like some people, and then and then there's the people that you know, like that have platforms, or at least the ability to take what they have and make it, you know grow from the, like a bigger scale of that what they have because it can be used like there's certain people like you were saying like dms and shit like that like if that was used to take all this other shit and like bring it up to that level to like you know what i mean that would be that's an asset to us but is it going to be used most likely not it's not going to pop like that you I know mean what i mean I don't think it's going to go like that. I think what's going to happen is more like it's going to be people who make the choice to not stay in Montreal with their shit. Like, that's part of why my brand yeah. is not Montreal entirely. Like, last Saturday, I was talking to a grand Baltimore. My friend is Hollywood, though. <laughs> I mean, I talked to your man's you know I mean? in fucking uh, whatever, Norway or whatever country he was in. You're fucking Ron. Oh, oh, uh, hungry. Yeah, so like for me, it's yeah, like, yo, now somebody in, over there knows who I am. 
You know, like that's how oh, yeah, that's, that's how that's the brands intro, get bro. like really built. So like to me, it's like exactly, bro. I got people. Yo, do you know like the no damn good video, bro? The no damn good video was seen everywhere in the world, and there was people hitting me from all around the fucking world, screaming no damn good, bro. NDG, NDG, no damn good. They, yo, they, it built a life of its own, and like to the point where um. It's it's really crazy because then the show what's it called? Um the show Bad Blood came out on Netflix. And yeah, they shout were seeing Peter Rothschild for the follow. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. They were, were um yeah, they they started showing, you know, NDG in that show. And that's you know, you're talking about Rizzuto and this and that and the drugs and the mob in Montreal. So people were like, oh, fuck, that's, that's, that's NDG. That's no damn good from the, oh, shit, that's how Montreal gets. Like, it, and so it brought attention to the world. Like, I got people in Africa were like, yo, no damn good? Like, shit, okay. You know? And, but I, I like, that's why I wanted to start a different thing. That's why, like, I, I didn't want to, like, no damn good and and my Hollywood thing is two different things and I needed both of them because it's never not going to be no damn good you know what I mean but I've always been so about that Hollywood shit that I wanted that out there like just having the name Hollywood in my shit like that that shit just makes me happy personally I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. That that was strictly for me, straight up. And now I'm using it to my advantage because, like, it's, once again, pop culture. What's more fucking pop culture than Hollywood, bro? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I kind of needed both of those. Yeah, it's, uh, but it's been cool that, like, around the world, like, people know. But that's, you know what I'm saying? And then I think it's the people that do that. You get inspired by other ideas. You bring other ideas back here. And then that's kind of how it pops off. If we all just kind of sit here and ain't nobody looking that's outside of it. We're like... Just like in tweet, and the community, it has to like... But people also got to be like, yo, it can't just be 12 rappers in a room. Find six geeks. No, it can't. It can't. <laughs> You got to have some people that'll be able to be like, yo, I could code what you're describing. Like, you need that guy in the room. Nobody looks for that guy. 100%. You need all of that. You need everything. Y'all might think, like, I'm I'm not even that guy by any means. I know those guys. I don't know how to get them in the room yet. But, like, we get those guys in the room. I have a coder. I got one of my best friends. Well, long-time good friend of mine. Um, Who's actually from NDG. Um, yo, he's serious coding. His brother works, his, his brother's a designer at Firefox. Nice. You know? So, yeah, he's been doing coding for his entire life. Like, he just set me up with this, you know, this whole shit right here, dude. Like, I got fucking, this is wild. Like, I now have, because of him, let's take it go. Um, I have like a hard drive that's hooked up to like this little shit right here. And this is a fucking computer for me now. 
that I got running two cell phones with a fucking 91 terabyte hard drive. So this is my computer. I don't even need one of those boxes. Nothing. Two cell phones and that. To be a fan, I'm that's viable. You could even get a monitor. I have two of them, so I'm straight, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's wild to think. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it works. But, yo, Travis. Oh, yeah, it really does, though. It, it's been, like, almost four hours now of doing this. It work. It's 640-something. Okay. Um, I think I it's. Ready? Yeah, bro. It's a good time. Damn, son. That was long. I didn't think we was going to go that long. Me neither. So I don't, I don't want to kill it entirely, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, I got to eat and do a couple other things today. Yo, Stiles. I got to, yo, I've been trying to <laughs> dying to go to the fucking bathroom for like the last 25 minutes. I'm like, are we going to take a break? <laughs> like, nah, I think we, for all the people coming through, we're going to wrap it up though, for real though. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. y'all coming through. All of Travis's links are about to appear in the chat so y'all can see it. But um, yeah, click the button. But you can follow him at Travis Bryant Music. Put the word music. Travis Bryant music and all the stuff. And then uh at Travis Bryant music everywhere. And then yeah, you'll be able to to keep in touch with him. This will be out in full. Whatever, you can watch the video on demand here. It'll be on everywhere soon. Thank you all for watching who did come through. Thank everybody in the future. Follow, like, subscribe, all of that good shit. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you, Travis, coming through. And yeah. Likewise, family. Yo, so yeah, man. live long and prosper. <laughs> Peace. Thank you.